Hello, my fellow adventurers and dungeon masters alike. Thank you for checking out another chapter of the Book of Many Things. If you want to check out the shows live, look us up on twitch.tv forward slash basilbestboy. To listen to the podcast or the video on demand versions of the live streams, look us up on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, or any other form where you like to listen to your podcasts on the Book of Many Things. Let us know in the comments below and in the rating systems what we can improve on and what you'd like to see in future sessions, whether it be monsters, items, or characters. But for now, let's open the pages and see where we left off. Last time on the Victories of Virus, Amarok the Wolfkin Barbarian, Ringo the Tiefling Artificer, Potion Master, Boblin the Rogue Goblin, and James the now revealed Azamar Bard. You all had finally put an end to the more perverted version of the Fight Pits of the Narrow, which says a lot because it's the Narrow, so it's not like the Fight Pits were like squeaky clean in the first place. Um, you were able to capture and send it into uh, guard captivity of Malcolm and his right hand Leslie. Uh, the other guards of the of the fight pits are either being handled by the people of the Narrow or uh, being sent off as with uh, their old leader into the uh, into the the guards' hands as well. Uh, the rest of you uh, were promised a higher reward since both this job and the last job have clearly not been as expected, and the the residents and the in the officials you have talked to, whether it be Bosca, Sif, uh, Astor, or even your own Silas, uh, has explained that this is still fairly out of the norm. Like this is just different for Virus. Um, so you were being promised a far greater reward. But after that, you all went back to the World Serpent Inn, showed James around, showed him uh, that a lot of the, st the letters that Mordecai had sent to him were very accurate uh, in its description of its people and its sort of mentality and air of personality. Uh, Amarok, you want to say something? I didn't say anything. Okay. Amarok, you went with... Uh, Poppycock and told him of your stories of headlocking a chimera and went on a ridiculous race, which I'm still going to keep as you guys ran 10 miles in 30 minutes because it's stupid and it's funny. Like the power of your yeah. bro, the power of your broness was so intense. You didn't even realize what was going on. And since it was literally a straight line and you're both buff boys, I'm just like, fuck it. Also, D and D logic. Yeah, it's D and D logic. Like there, there's only so much. I'm just gonna let it be a fun thing because I never got around to doing the math on it. It's just goofy. 
Um, of course. Oh, no, no. No, no, 30 minutes is more fun. Um, James and Ringo, <laughs> you both... Say what? Phrasing. You're phrasing. <laughs> Your thirty minutes is always fun. <laughs> James and Ringo, you guys both had some very intense dreams. James, you were basically in talk with your uh pretty much the god the goddess who helped sort of give you life. Uh and when you discussed, you know, just introductions with them uh the the conversation was cut off rather quick uh you do get the idea that it was by design it was not like an accidental disconnection meanwhile with ringo you had a dream of your homeland and a lot was going on it was a a time and a, a a version of your home that you'd never seen before and a mechanical deity uh, was attempting to talk with you and just asked you different questions uh, about your choice and what you would do for your home. And you both woke up and had a small discussion and went down to get breakfast. Whereas, Boblin, you were simply sending a letter to a family member and were also, in return, given a letter early from Silas. And you were revealed, it was revealed unto you that. In some time in the next uh, few weeks, Monty will be put on trial for treason, murder, kidnapping, and all sorts of other terrible things. So tonight's session, you all are in... It's the morning. It is... uh, You're all in the World Serpent Inn. And what I would basically want to do is allow you guys to roleplay out what your plans are for the day and see who wants to team up. And I'm just going to leave you to it. Well, <sighs> crap! I can't even oh. talk. Today. I can't talk to you. Sorry. R- Ringo had such a weird dream. He's just like, I'm sorry. What was I saying? Yeah. What? What's going on? Where am I? <laughs> yeah, James is probably heading down and. Probably getting some food from the inn. Okay. Um, James, today, for the first time for you, uh, you don't see a fingling there. Uh, you actually see a very tall man. You see Silas, as I described him last week, standing behind the bar counter. And he is maneuvering with multiple different hands and appendages that, like, don't seem to, like, come out of anywhere. They sort of just, like, seem to appear and disconnect from other parts of his body as he's just smiling his big, sharp, toothy grin and serving people and, like, talking to other people and just kind of, like, turning his head and nodding. It's... I I would think it's a fairly jarring sight because Silas looks like a human possessed by a spider demon and everyone's just okay with it. Yeah, James is kind of blinking, and he sits down at the bar, just waiting for, well, well, waiting to be acknowledged first. Okay. So he doesn't make it awkward. I gotcha. Uh, I'll say this. Is anyone else coming down the stairs as well? Uh, I suppose Bob is. Alright, Bob, you see James, and uh, for the first time in a while, you see... 
Silas uh, working the counter. I, I, if I'm not mistaken, none of you have seen Silas working the counter probably for the better part of like a month or two. No, no, it hasn't. Actually, no, yeah, it, it, it would be like closer to a month now because it's been a few weeks since you guys have seen Silas working. This is his, yeah, this is James's first time seeing him working. Back from your vacation, it seems, I would guess. Uh, Silas just turns his head, like, rather quickly, like, think of, like, a, a jump scare, <laughs> like, a little, like, turn head jump scare, and he, he smiles at you, Boblin, and says, yes, I took care of the things that were necessary of me, but for now, I'm happily back in the reins of the inn. Thingling and Poppycock would still be helping me with different parts of the, the duties, but they also needed a break. Apparently, we've been getting rather popular. And as you look around, guys, uh, you actually see that the bar's a lot bigger tonight. Like, this this morning, it's quite a bit bigger. In fact, you see a lot of different symbols and armors and styles of clothing that you've never seen before. This hmm. is new. Uh, Amarok and Ringo... Oh, I was gonna say, yeah, Emrock and Ringo, I think you guys are down the stairs by now. Oh, no, I've been probably sitting at the bar trying to get a cup of coffee. Oh, if you, okay, if we're going off that logic, you already are, you're already on your third cup. <laughs> like, you're starting to, you, you, like, if your hand is on the table, it's kind of like jittering a little bit uncontrollably. That stuff will stunt your growth, kid. Yes, yes, somewhere. Don't worry. Where? Oh, go ahead. Do not care. Besides, he's a potion master. I'm sure he can find some kind of supplement to, uh, you know. And he just kind of like, he d you don't see his mouth make a pop noise. Instead, in the back corner, you see him pop a cork on a bottle of wine. And as he hears up. Okay. Yeah. Ah, a new face. Hello. And he, like, he he reaches out to you, and literally it's, like, a really slow, like, one arm extending further and further and further until he's reaching out to you at a comfortable distance. Which is to say, not comfortable at all, because, like, he's halfway across the room. <laughs> yeah. James is kind of, like, warily extending his arm, like, uh, hello? Uh, he gives you a fairly strong grip. Uh, definitely... Like, a friendly one. He shakes your hand, and then uh, immediately the hand just, like, snaps back into place and actually goes reaching behind him into another room to do something else. I, I imagine it makes that weird, like, popping sound, like, whenever you, like, pop your knuckles or something, like. Uh, it, do it doesn't. Um, it does not do that. However, like, you know, like, the, the snap effect that Johnny Test has, like, a, an, uh, an, uh, an affection for? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you hear that whenever, like, it's the okay, whip sound effect? Yeah, like, the whip sound effect that they just have, like, the weirdest addiction with. Uh, you hear that when his arm pulls back. I see someone else also watches, uh, a certain taxi. <laughs> yeah, James is yeah. kind of just blinking, like, is that normal? Kind of looking through the party, like, 
Your your first interaction with the arcane was with that of a chimera, and you're questioning a bartender. <laughs> because as we all know, bartenders are like the fucking wizards of all universes. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Shad, I love you. Uh, uh, you actually see, uh... This is like a thing from mythology. Uh, speaking of that, you actually have a... <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do that. That's really dumb. Uh, a, a tabaxi, a young tabaxi man, uh, kind of like, uh, puts a hand on your shoulder. Uh, James, he says, Hey, I, I, I didn't, I didn't really get it either. I'm just here for food and drink. I'm out of here right now, so you're not alone. We're all kind of freaked out. And he walks off. No, wait, at this point, Amrock is coming down the stairs. He's like, what? Another beastkin? Uh, oh, God. That's, no, that's right. Amrock wouldn't have seen Tabaxi yet. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I, I think because he's never been called beastkin, uh, very few times would he have been called beastkin in that manner. I don't think that Tabaxi really flinches. I think he just, like, continues to walk out. Bob looks towards the Tabaxi and he's like, run. I'm, I'm sorry. What? Just look. Bob's looking toward the tabaxi and just tells him like. No, no, no the, 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 the tabaxi is just like. Wait, what? Does he see the doggo? I think he does. He doesn't flinch. He's just like. Amrock is with that starry eye, just like. <gasps> <laughs> I just picture Amrock's mouth like getting wider and wider. Yeah, he's gonna start chasing you like. Uh, three seconds. I thought you, Veri- I thought you, Veri- uh, were more open-minded than that. That's like, I don't know, man. That's like, that's some like backwards-ass thinking. And he continues to walk out the door as he drinks. Wait, I have so many questions. <laughs> do you chase after him? I do chase after him. Okay. <laughs> I warned him. Um. Yeah, James kind of blinks, and he. Looks to the others. What is going? Also, yeah, he just looks to Silas. Also, how much for the room and food? Ah, good. Someone who's also very quick to down to business and manners. Uh, If you actually wouldn't mind taking a seat. And as you notice, James, uh, before the bar seemed pretty packed. Now uh, the table's a little bit longer, and there's three extra seats there. Uh, James takes. If you'll yeah, excuse me, I have work to attend to. Okay, bring up. Uh, thank you for informing me what the heck I am. Anytime. And if you have more questions, do not feel f- afraid to ask. You can find me at the uh, arena. The Varician Fighting League. Yeah, he's like, okay. And he sits down at the end of the bar. Okay. Um, I think Bob will join James on par. Okay. Uh, I think we'll we'll stick with Boblin and James for a little bit, and then we'll cut to everybody else uh, as we go on. Tonight is literally just going to be downtime this session, um, because there's a lot of adventure ideas that you guys could possibly go on. I, I really want you guys to, like, pick. Oh, you guys are going to get... I'm, oh, I'm excited. Okay. Yeah, dead time and learning. Yep. Silas, uh... As you and Bob, as you sit down with Boblin James, uh, Silas actually um, uh, just gives you both a thing of water to start with, and then says, "B- 
But before we discuss the necessary things, what would you like to have for breakfast? Yeah, James just kind of looks to him and says, Um, bacon, sausage, and two over easy eggs. He looks to you, Boblin. Uh, just some fish. Uh, his, his arms extend outward into the kitchen, and he presumably uh, continues that. Since the other patrons are either paying up or uh, walking out uh, and nodding to him, he nods back to them as well. Um, he, he His other hands actually fold into each other and become just two appendages as he puts them behind his back. Uh, while the well, he still has like extended hands into the kitchen. Uh, he. Why am I just imagining a different kind of like the the Deoxys Pokemon, where it's like the <laughs> arms kind of contract into each other and become bigger arms? Uh, honestly, so like the I guess the imagery that I can best give is literally it looks like his body it literally just turns into like this more Play-Doh-y, goopy self as it like clumps <laughs> back together. So, like, the in-between of his appendages breaking and forming back together literally seems like someone's just pulling Silly, silly Putty apart and it's reforming on its own. Uh, not sure if more disturbing. <laughs> it's, it's not, um... <coughs> it, it's not, uh, good-looking. In fact, uh, you probably... Actually, uh, James and... Boblin, roll an insight check. I think, like, Silas has, like, multiple, like, little sleeves that are just empty sometimes, and he's just <laughs> with another arm coming out. Okay. Fourteen. Alright, and James? Uh, yeah, it's loading and lagging. It's lagging a little bit. Alright, and eleven. Uh, paper... You give the idea that that's probably why a lot of the times Silas will try his best to make the arms appear behind his back, because he's kind of aware that it's a little gross. James, you're just too focused on, like, you don't see the arms split apart, but when they form back together, it's like, ugh. And he's... And I'm going to say this. Due to the Divine Guide's thing with knowledge, he's, like, morbidly curious. As anyone would be with Silas. Um, so now to properly discuss things. Um, James, is it? Uh, yes, it is. Excellent. You see, I have a certain clientele that I prefer to cater to very often. And truly, well, anyone can call them whatever they like. I truly like to use the terms adventurers. And as long as you promise and to do your part for the city and swear to spend your nights here, you can stay for free, eat for free, and have a place to return to for safety. The uh, My only caveat, and he looks to you, Boblin, and he smiles, and I must apologize, Sir Boblin, I am afraid I was not clear with you and your partners before on this. I, I My apologies, my mind was elsewhere. You all must only respite here. You must never... Spend your time at another tavern. Well, rather, spend the night at another tavern. It begs the question, what if we don't have a choice? I mean, maybe, maybe Boblin or James should ask that question. <laughs> yeah, James kind of looks to Silas. Well, 
from what I've no yeah, from what I know of their previous experience, they have the rest of the fight pit. Do yeah, if they don't have a choice, would we still have that privilege or not? Silas, uh, his smile goes away. Uh, so. I've personally always pictured Silas with these very dark tinted glasses. I want you and Boblin to roll a perception check. Okay. Perception. And and yes, because Silas is very much uh uh created off of the base of a demiurge. They're not like the Ozzy Osbourne ones. They're much Aww. more the... Yeah, I know. It would have been an act. Uh, it would have been so close, but so far away. They're, they're actually more like at like Men in Black shades, almost. <laughs> Except they they do look they are more glasses than they are like sunglasses. I was saying all to the glasses. I know you were. I can't have him be too much like Demiurge. It's a ripoff. Yep. Um. All right. Uh, because the the glasses are tinted over pretty heavily, uh, you guys just can't see it. Okay. Actually, you know what? He looks enough. He looks differently than Demir. He's a lot taller. He has multiple fucking arms. His skin is like, that. Like his skin is like this weird, very <laughs> palish white. Fuck it. He has normal like spectacle glasses that they kind of like zigzag and have like a different kind of like piece for like where they hold onto their ears. And his hair is always slicked back and looking neatly. So he's. Eh. Don't, don't 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 get mad at me that I basically put Demiurge in the game. I mean, I'm not. I mean, a copyright lawyer's. <clears throat> uh, so yeah, uh, you guys don't see behind his glasses, but when he he sort of like just pauses for a minute and then smiles again and says, "When the circumstances don't mitigate you all to make a choice in the matter, we'll let it slide." It just is what it is. However, if you openly choose to stay at a tavern you are not invited at or truly just find that you can't rough it out in the woods, that's when our deal would have to come to an end. Alright, I, I would inform the others. By all means. And again, I'm so I'm terribly sorry that I didn't make that more clear before. Any past uh any any past aggressions will obviously be forgiven. Bob gives a nod. Uh when that happens, you guys hear a little bit of like some creaking in the inn. I'm not going to make you roll perception for it. Like, it's like this kind of... At first, it's, it sounds a little ominous, but then you realize it's just people walking around. So maybe, like, this place just sometimes has, like, certain floorboards you just can't hit. <laughs> with that being settled, is there anything else I can help you all with? Or do you mind me asking what your plans are for today? Um, oh, actually, is there a public library for various gods or holy entities they're actually <laughs> it's becoming more solid snake like there actually is a colonel colonel <laughs> colonel <laughs> though the copyright lawyers are coming for my ass uh give me one second to pull this up because i actually do have a library i just have forgotten the name 
Here we go. Viewers Public Library. Uh, no, it's actually not. Here it is. The public, the public resource and gathering would actually be in the upper district, uh, where most knowledge and politicians and schools generally would be, or schools of higher teaching. It's actually, it's actually called the Crowling Stones. Okay, Crowling Stones. I swear, if that's a reference to what I think it is, it is. It was actually more of a reference until I changed the name because you know. Uh. Growling stones. Okay, thank you. As you'll meet a very. And he's writing that down in. Yeah, he's writing that down in a note like Crowling Stones Local Library. Mm-hmm. You'll actually meet a very lovely owl kenku named Tootsie. She's actually quite marvelous on how knowledgeable she herself is, and is very loving when it comes to others who want to learn knowledge themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've pretty much just turned into solid sake of keeping the voice. It kind of works. Colonel. <laughs> Colonel. Do they also have similar viruses laws written down there? Uh, when he looks, when you say that, Boblin, uh, his face turns away to like talk to another uh, customer rather quickly, and when he turns back to you, his his big toothy grin smile is gone. He does seem a little more uh, so- solemn uh, from what you say, but he does nod and says, "Yes, actually, if you wanted to take care of that for the poor boy." Your best bet would, in fact, be to talk directly to Tootsie. She actually has a degree in law herself. Alright. I'm gonna have to head there myself also, then. Alright. So we'll head over to the Growling Stones. Okay. Thank you for informing me. Oh, did you call it the Crowling or the Growling Stones? I said Growling. I'm changing it to that. That's way cooler. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> uh, she's gonna she's gonna be growling at people who are late. I, I don't know why. It's just the crowling stones is neat, but honestly, the growling stones. It's like I don't know why. Just that imagery is funny to me. <laughs> oh, I love it when my players come up with funnier things. All right. In the meantime, let's cut over to Amarok as you're walking with this tabaxi person that I actually wasn't expecting you to talk with. You. Said. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have to come with a character name and everything now. Uh-huh. You right. just call me Allington. I'm not doing that. All right. Uh, what are what are you doing, Amarok? What do you like? What questions are you asking him? I'm just asking like the general history of Tabaxi in this world. Okay. Uh, that's fine. Uh, he actually, as he's like drinking a little, like he, he I think you stopped him, sort of. Um, towards, like, one of the railings just above the dock, since um, the World Serpent Inn is sort of like this building that links between the docks and the uh, the first streets of the uh, lower to middle districts of the city. Uh, he tells you... Uh, look, look, buddy, I'm not... Hmm. What voice should I give him? Yeah, look, buddy, I'm not the best person to be giving you this kind of information. No, that's not what I want. That's a terrible voice. That's awful. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know what? I'll give him a generic voice, and if he continues to be a character you want to see, I'll come up with something later. 
This could just okay. be a one-time character. He says, look, look, buddy, I'm not exactly... I'm not, I'm not exactly the most... literate in my own history, but the basic idea is that... Uh, well, you know, uh, well, you're, you're prob you look pretty new. I also haven't seen a wolf person, so yeah, actually. Uh, Tabaxi, we're kind of like the link between uh, the far-off jungles beyond the mountains and here. Uh, we actually like to keep to our nomadic traits, as it were. We like to move around. We don't really like to stay in one place, you know, because... Cat. Uh, we do a lot of trading. We find some of the best parts of your city, find some of the best parts of the jungles, and we just help commence trade between the two cultures. Pretty much that simple. Mm. Okay, so you're very similar to the, uh, the beastkin in my world, too. I guess. I've never been called a beastkin, just always been called tabaxi. Like, well, what, let's just say it's something from what, what are, my culture. Well, what are what are the feline kinds in your culture, then? Because now you got me curious. Uh, actually, well, actually, it depends on what, what race of cat is tabaxi I'm talking to. What race of cat do you want it to be? Uh Cat. I just wanted the tabaxi to be a joke. I'm gonna. Oh, this is what you get. This is what I I'm fucking gonna. get. I'm gonna do something. Alright. I'm gonna roll. Okay, that's an 85, apparently, out of a D100. Okay, well, what I was gonna do is that if he was 50 or lower, he's gonna be some generic black cap, and now I got to come up with some random Now you gotta leave. come up with something more intense. Do, uh, while you look that up, do you want? are you okay if we cut back to, cut over to Ringo instead? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, Ringo, you just start heading back to uh, the Versing Fighting League, which, uh, if I'm not mistaken, we kind of had it kind of smack-dabbed in, like, the the entertainment district in the midsection of the city. Oh, no, I remember. It was, like, the, it was, like, the lower midsection, because, like, that's where, like, the training is. Yeah, I remember this. Alrighty. Uh, you go in. It is business as usual, it seems. Uh, in fact, actually... One character in particular notices you, and uh, her face brightens up as she kind of just rushes over. Um, she is wearing... Before, you've always kind of seen her in more of, like, this sort of very... Well, actually, let me let me ask you. Like, do you remember what uh, Ito, or what Keen Ito was wearing the last time you talked with her? Not off the top of my head. Yeah, it, it's been a while. I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think she was wearing uh, one of her nicer-looking kimonos as she was, like, demonstrating stuff. Today, mm. she's actually wearing much baggier sort of, like, uh, just, like, baggier sort of, like, uh, I think, yeah, silk pants because she's bougie like that. And she actually is, uh, for her top, she's actually just kind of wearing, like, a small, uh, like, boxer-like kind of jacket. Like, what, like, that little, like, uh jacket that doesn't really cover much of the front or the back. It's just a little, like, flare. And she's just got, like, uh, fighting bandages all over her arms, hands, chest, back, and so on. Like, she clearly has been working out at the at the, the training center. And she hmm. rushes over to you, and it's just like, well, 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 if it isn't the man who goes missing for a couple days. Yes, I had a job come up. 
Yeah, I kind of figured as much. I, I, if I want to be honest, so did I. I didn't really know you were gone until actually I just got back. So, want to tell me about okay. it? Hmm. Well, they haven't said I can't, so I don't see no problems in it. She raises an eyebrow. <laughs> I think, to make this easy for you, I think the most that the guards would have asked you not to talk about uh, are specifically what you found out about Malcolm and Leslie's operation and uh, what their fate is. Everything else is yeah, it's just open. You're like, it's fine. Include the chimera part. Yeah, like, like honestly, I feel like uh, Aster would have, Aster and Sif would have been like, um, listen, guys, before you leave, you guys really shouldn't talk too many details about what happened about this job. Yeah, but uh, you can totally talk about all the fights and stuff. Like, that's fine. Well, let me ask the... Let's go. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you first. That way you say, don't forget it. I got the next, uh, I got the. I got the. You got fuck the. Knocked out you I got that. Say it. <laughs> yeah, because you got that. I'm trying, I'm trying to make a reference to Friday. Like, you know, you got the. Oh, you got the. Fu- you got knocked the fuck out, man. Yeah, I'm trying to, like, implement the orc. Yeah. <laughs> Just bobbling, sitting up. Man, I would have been so happy if you had thought of that last time. All right, but uh, Shad, it is your it is your scene. Um, for sake of brevity, uh, you just you can just tell me what you talk about, or, and you can say a little bit in character if you like. Well, long story short, there was a Camaro to be dealt with. Uh, she def her eyes go a little wide at that, and she's like, kind of like leaning up against uh. Like oh, this little wooden bar where people can like lean over and stretch on. She's just like, "Oh, are you trying to tell me that you took out a chimera?" Well, not alone, of course. <laughs> she she chuckles. I mean, you could have lied to me. It would have been a good effort, but eh, I guess there's I guess chivalry's not completely dead. Madam, I, I surely hope not. <laughs> Otherwise, quite a few of the people in this town would be out of a job. <laughs> Oh, fair point. Of course... At this point, I'm basically just going to tell her as much as I can about, you know, like... The the investigation. Not giving any names or anything, of course. You know, gotta keep this somewhat professional. Okay. <laughs> somewhat. <laughs> but I'm definitely going to, like, mention the fights and how we got out. And okay. what happened when we tried to get out. All right, she she kind of listens in. She laughs at the parts where some of the funnier things happen, and is just kind of like big brow raise whenever you mention uh, some of your plans and the way Amarok like headlocked a fucking chimera. And when you get when you get to the Ame Maria part, she's just kind of standing there. She's not laughing. She's like, you know, I really didn't Are think you, you were gonna. Yeah, she's like, oh, and this whole time I thought chivalry wasn't dead. Like, she doesn't <laughs> believe you. I don't believe you. Wait, she doesn't she, believe like, me about what yeah, exactly? Uh, uh, she doesn't believe you about the Ame Maria scene. I'm trying to place what you mean there, because, like... Remember, this game is Grape's Crush. Maria. 
You remember? With the crowbar. Oh, that. You know, that, thing Ooh, that was, like, that was that. like the fucking highlight. I'm sorry. I don't know that as. I don't know the name of the song. <laughs> I'm sorry. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so yeah, she just kind of looks at you. She's like, maybe chivalry is dead. And like, she's pl- she's saying it very playfully because she's smiling, but she clearly doesn't believe you. You may believe what you like. Uh, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, the adventure I went on was a little bit uh, tame this time. I kind of needed to take a break from the immense world hopping. Uh, we actually just uh, went and fought a, 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 a pride of uh, beholder beasts. Not beholder beasts. What the fuck are they called? Displacer, sorry. Displacer beasts. I'm about to say, beholders? Yeah. She, I mean, <laughs> you don't, don't fucking know. Beholder, but they're, they're beholders that did it with displacer beasts. That's terrifying. <laughs> Isn't it, though? And I'm going to write that down in my notes for later. Oh, God. Uh, for, but, uh, a, a pride of displacer beasts. Uh, I want you to roll a uh, make make a nature or, or arcana check, one of the two, because this is technically a monstrosity, but they are so regular in a lot of campaigns that I can see either or. Okay, so you're wanting me to roll a history? No, 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 nature or arcana. Or arcana. Nature, nature, arcana. My bad. I'm sorry. It's okay. I mean, I could do either way at this point, so... You have no idea what a... You Oof. have no idea what a Displacer Beast is. I'm not familiar with those. Think of... Uh, do, you, do you know what a Jaguar is? Or, like, just any any kind of, uh... Any kind of big... It's a large yes, cat, exactly. yes. exactly. Just any kind of, like, large, big cat. Uh, think of it having tentacles and being able to turn invisible. I'd rather not. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely not the easiest thing to fight, but... Doesn't sound pleasant no, at all. No, but they're also not entirely monstrously strong. They're very good hunters. It just sort of came down to a couple of traps, a couple of... Sounds like a good Immensely so. Can you hear me? Okay, you keep, like, yes, you keep coming in like, uh, am I supposed to be hearing him sooner than he's coming in? Uh, no, it's not you. It's <laughs> the uh, oh my! Uh, yeah, they—they they definitely uh. are a, a a tricky bunch to fight against. But they weren't the first time I've had to fight them before, and honestly, they weren't the biggest pride I've had to deal with either. Though the biggest pride I ever had to deal with, I had to run away from. Hmm. Well, I guess I have to tell that story because the last job wasn't really that interesting. I had. A friend who thought the displacer beast was cute and wanted to make it her pet. This oh already God. sounds like a bad idea. It was awful, it was terrible. Uh, and it was even worse when it bit her and she kicked it over the plateau that we had found it at. Like, just punted it. I already have it. You have flashbacks to like all the times Amarok has done something. <laughs> this is like, I'm gonna headlock a chimera! I'm gonna headlock a chimera! <laughs> Good memories. Yes, um, we 
are thankfully very quick on our feet. Um, th- thankfully, ah. so we, we had a, a, quite a mile, uh, quite a ways away, and thankfully the um, the Viren priest was very swift with his preparation spell to get us home. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, but uh, I, besides that one time, and also the fact I haven't done any work with Mara for a long time, thankfully, um, I would say that probably the the simple creature. Yeah, I hear the clapping. Uh, probably, probably the <laughs> creature hunting or just gathering of resources for different shops and stuff. Probably one of the easier jobs, and also probably. <laughs> the most fruitful, I guess. Y- you've been doing a lot of work for the council, right? When she says council, she um, means the guard, right? Yeah, I guess you... Go ahead and say, ask in character. You really wouldn't know this very well. <clears throat> council? You mean well, the local guard? Who do you think the guard answer to? Uh, Fair enough. We basically have like a system of the most influential, thankfully not just money-wise, but um, knowledge, uh, their reputation, uh, how intelligent they actually are. Uh, They help sort of present ideas and come up with different things to the city. And when they do that, uh, it comes to it down to a committee. Uh, From there, it uh, leaves the council and it, the rest of the city sees how it is and if things aren't working out, the city f- simply says, take this away. But, uh, yeah, so I'm surprised no one's told you all about this yet. Hmm. I know about it, but that's because <laughs> of who I associate with. Well, I suppose I didn't ask too many questions. Not that, or because the uh, or because the big wigs up top were in, in a little bit of a tizzy for a short while. Can't well, elaborate. I'm not a politician myself. I'm I'm no I'm no better than you. Well, I can't say that for sure. We haven't fought yet, and she kind of just smiles wryly at you. Um, <laughs> but I I'm in the same business as you, Ringo. So I I can't say too much, but there's been a lot of speculation. Just a lot of big plans, a lot of things that the the council wanted to try out in a smaller scope than... I, I keep losing her voice. In a smaller scope than what... than just giving the entire city the feeling of it. So... Just a lot of experimentation to my understanding of it, and for better or for worse, these ideas have or have not worked, and we'll see the aftermath of it pretty soon. Uh, Ringo, go ahead and roll a history check. Well then. Oh come on! What is uh, with these rolls? It's awful. Um, y- so close. I'm probably also like. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Tired. I would say that while you f- followed most of it, uh, just because you understand the basics of government. Uh, you don't really think of anything else. Like you, you kind of follow what she's saying, and that's about it. Hmm. Ringo, you look. Pardon my words, but you just don't look. You just don't look like you're doing that well. 
Are you okay? Twas a rough night, I suppose. I mean, more like a rough three days if your story is as accurate as you're telling me. Hmm. Yes, well, last night's bout with the dreams was not... Uh... What? Well, it didn't help matters. What kind of dreams? I will basically go into explaining her to her what happened in them. Huh. This is... This is just a guess. But... It definitely sounds like the goddess of time was talking to you, Ringo. Wait, what belt? Uh, okay, <laughs> that's gonna be interesting. Not too sure, myself. Uh, give me one second. Here we go. Well, I mean, you could always go to one of the different temples of Calcina and, you know, have it verified. Um, God's talking to people of interest, especially mercenaries, just because how Viren works. It's not uncommon, but it's interesting. I've normally not heard of the gods having an interest in someone else's realm when they're... Well... A refugee... It, like she, like the way she says it, it seems like she doesn't want to say it because she doesn't want to assume. But yeah, she's she's taking a pitch. Well, you're not too far off the mark. I'm there. sorry that I was right. All the same, uh, it, if you wanted to check in on that, yeah. you could. Uh, otherwise, it even could just be better to wait. The gods are. Hmm. She kind of like looks around and whispers. The gods are kind of as bad as the council sometimes. And then she kind of like flinches, looks around, and then she punches you in the arm. Uh, roll an a, uh, insight check. Okay, roll a wisdom saving throw. Uh, <laughs> oh. I, want, I want just to... They, I know, man. It's really rolls. bad. Uh, no, look at the seven. numbers. Hey, listen, listen. <laughs> <laughs> now you know why eight's afraid of seven. Hey, wait, this is. Oh my god! Oh my All right, god. you know, if roll, this, roll it in. Roll another insight check. I, actually, I okay, never mind. You got it. So uh, okay. you don't realize what she's doing at first, uh, but then when she punches you and you don't really react, she kind of looks at you and goes, "Ah, oh, darn!" And you realize she was trying to make you jumpy. Like, oh god, fear the gods of Virus. <laughs> I'm... Oh. Oh, I see. <laughs> and there's just the awkward <laughs> pause. She... She, I mean, she chuckles at, like, the awkward pause and goes, Alright, well, if I can't scare you into being entertaining, uh, she actually throws you a wooden sword. Kind of, like, walks off, and as she's saying that, just chucks you a, a play sword and goes, How about you show me what you've learned so far? Uh, do I need to roll uh, to I'll catch that, or do it. I just do it? I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you be a cool guy. Hmm. Very well. All right. Uh, go ahead and just make a standard attack roll. 
You know what? No. Go athletics. Oh, lovely. Okay, that's not bad. Give me one second. That's respectable. That's probably the second most respectable <laughs> thing I've rolled all night. Alright, let's see here. Oof! Oh! Mama! Okay. Uh, Ringo, go ahead and tell me how you fight her. Like, what's going on there. I'm almost afraid <laughs> to look here. Oh, right, you don't you don't do what I do in rolling uh, right. Um, probably like sort of similar to how she, you know, sh what she okay, showed so like, uh, him, but also like doing some of the things he learned fighting Amarok and fighting okay, in the I arena see. itself. Uh, are are you wearing the <clears throat> gauntlets of of ogre strength? I doubt he would take right, these uh, things off. No, for a that's while. perfectly fine. Let's be fair. It's his. It's his first like foray into being a proper artificer. He's just all right. Like, no, it's, that's that's cool. dope. That's fine. Uh, you pull your blade out, and uh, when whenever you like draw the blade, because it's not a katana of any kind, uh, obviously it's not going to be in the same manner. However, the way that you sort of like hold and pull off the the scabbard. And, or the sheath, and, like, draw the blade. She does look very obviously impressed by that, and even says, uh, wow, okay, so smart, you learn quick, like to see that. And as you kind of keep swinging at her, it, she's very easily dodging you at first. Then there's one hit where you slam the sword down, and you make a fairly big-sized crack in the ground uh, because of your ogre strength gauntlets. <laughs> Just, and everyone else around there kind of stops and sees that. And you even, like, for a brief moment, there's a pause. And then you hear, What the fuck are you doing to my place? <laughs> and oh, then, God. uh, before, uh... Before Muffy can come down and tear you a new one. And, like, here, here's the interesting thing. She's not walking on the ground. Since everyone's kind of crowded together, she's walking on their heads. She's, like, walking on these pool of people's heads and just, like, going across, and, like, everyone just kind of freezes and lets her do it. And before... Alright. Uh, before she gets too, too close, um... Keen puts a hand up, and she just stops, and she goes... She, like, there's, like, a, a slight pause, and when you look at Keen, she's got, like, this face that's a little hard to read... Uh, roll an insight check with disadvantage. Oof. Okay. Come on, insight. Be good for once, please. Please. Where'd you even go? There it is. Okay, that's that's fine. That's actually fine. It's literally oh, no, the same I thing I rolled. Though. Okay. Ah! Uh, so she stops. She looks at everything. And just goes. All right, just don't beat him up too bad, and you, you got you got to make a lot of potions to make up for that shit. And she just like starts going back into her office. Uh, and at that point, uh, Ringo, when you turn back to Keen, it almost feels like you blinked, and she's already right up in your face, 
and has kind of done the same thing you did, where she pops the sword out of its, like, the imaginary scabbard, or sheath, damn it, I keep seeing scabbard, and, like, hits you right in the gut, and it actually sends you, uh, about three feet back. Like, you kind of, like, or, or you kind of roll back after getting hit. Oh, um... After, but when you, but because you're not, this is not your first fight, and since it's not a real sword, it hurts. It does, like, four damage, but you're nowhere, like, dying. Uh, and when you realize how much strength was into that, and uh, Keen kind of sets herself up where she's holding uh, the sword at, uh, at the handles uh, with both hands, and she's kind of got it, like, facing uh, in front of her. Now you look at her, and she is smiling a very competitive smile. Do you keep fighting with her? Hmm. You know what? I return the same smile. Hey, okay. Roll me one more athletics check. Okay. I will let you know how this fight ends later. Let's cut back over to Amarok if he's ready. Alright, what kind of cat yeah. is this tabaxi that you're talking with? I'm going to say he's a white Ooh. tiger. Alright. Uh, with that, if that's the case, then his name is Cloud. Yep. Cloud? Okay. <laughs> Hope he doesn't have a lot of strife. Uh, <laughs> nope. Uh, his, 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 he actually says... Um, Does his mane defy the laws of gravity? Maybe. Is he just a cloud? Is he just a, <laughs> is a bunch of perspiration floating? He uh, he actually offers his hand to you, and he says he calls himself um, uh, Wandering Cloud. Pleasure to meet you. But everyone just calls me Cloud. Amra. Uh, you guys both shake hands. So how how are t- how are uh, that's not his voice. How are uh, felines of your race different than here? I guess like what's so what what what's What's going on there? Well, mm-hmm. they're similar in respects that they're nomads. You're, some, you're more solitary. But however, there is a, there is a noticeable uh, strength difference between our minds and yours, for obvious reasons. Okay, so there's also they're also really good climbers because we do have a lot of trees. Uh, well. We definitely have that going. So, okay, so it just... Hmm. Not too much of a difference at all, then. That's mm-hmm. interesting. I mean, it's from a completely different kind of culture, and... I mean, well, I guess like you said... Not like the other... I guess like you said, it's, uh... Just more... Depends on... Locale. Like, yeah, we only have so many places we can go around, so... We just go around in the same areas. But, uh, with Farnvee, if you go around the same areas, there's always something different. Yes. There's, there's also a, I noticed that, well, since, well, because you're the only one I've ever met in this realm, per se, the, uh, the types of races of, Tibet, of our uh, beastkin in uh, my realm vary, diff- like, depending on the different regions. No, I definitely feel that. Uh, That's kind of the same thing a little bit with uh, the people actually from uh, the jungles. Uh, 
if you're a tabaxi and you're an Anmidal jungle native, you actually have much more of a sleeker build. And you kind of, like, take a notice, like, because he is a tiger, he's a little bit more of a buffer kind of physique. Not unsimilar to yours. Um, and he says, I... Mm-hmm. Well... Well, I'll, I'll just be fair. I'm adopted into the family, but, you know, it's still tabaxi, so it wasn't too hard to, to kind of get uh, coerced into the, the thing of it. But most of the natives of the jungle, uh, when it comes to tabaxi, they're all sleeker, a lot more, um... He kind of smiles. A lot more uh, pleasant to look at, I'd say. Mm-hmm. I can understand that. So what do you do? Oh, go ahead. There, there are, it's, it's very obvious that there are some races that are, uh, let's just say, more diplomatically inclined to listen to because of uh, the way yeah, they look. And, uh, don't, don't even get me started on that one, brother. <laughs> I'm going to slowly turn him into Hulk Hogan after we mentioned him before. Yeah, it, it can get pretty rough. Well, Varus is a lot better than most places, at least from what I've heard. I've really only lived my life here in Fernvi, but yeah, even here in Varus, like, have you had to deal with elves very much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elves? Like, so, this, this is just my opinion. I guess I'm just shooting the shit, just talking. You, you, you pulled me over, you gotta listen to me now. Dwarves, gnomes, halflings, tieflings, like, my interactions with them have always been point out the differences in the race, laugh about them, and then they're still willing to buy you a drink or take a bullet for you, if necessary. But, elves are... <sighs> Their culture is very elitist. It, it can be. Uh, that's, that's definitely the case if you're in the high districts where all the you know the hoity-toity colleges and the, the 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 theories and the politicians are. I mean, politicians are politicians, but the elves are. Whoa. He actually like hisses a little when he when, like at the end of that. Like, I get you mean. Yeah, yeah. Oh, go ahead. So, so. So, basically, what you're saying is that elves are snooty and they're annoying. If... That's putting it lightly, man. Like, dwarves are hardy and loud and a a little common sense dumb, but they're very intelligent crafters. In comparison, elves are, like you said, snooty. He kind of looks around to see if there's any, like, elves around. He kind of, like... I know this sounds really bad, but it's... I've had to deal with a lot of the higher-up elves, and they're fucking cowards. Like, they have no concept of just general purpose of honor or politeness. Like, okay, how many times has, like, a a humanoid kid come up to you and just petted you? (laughs) (laughs) Flashback! Okay, now picture a aristocratic wife doing that every time they see you. Yeah, that's quite yep. insulting. Now, if we're talking about like 
the elves who work here in like the mid and lo- uh, the middle and dock districts and like the guys you see going around to the to different mercenary jobs. Not good people. They're just as good as anybody else. Still a little snooty. Like still a little like they turn their nose up at some stuff. It's whatever. But I, they're just, they're just difficult. They're not they're not assholes. Hmm. I see. Again, not too, not too, uh, not too different from elves and my. <laughs> I mean, weapon. elves is elves, right? Fantasy <laughs> racist. Amarok actually gets to have some fantasy racism not thrown his way for once. How's it feel? How's it feel, Amarok? There's a slight fuzzy feeling in my chest. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to give Amarok a new best friend, but you know what? I'm very happy I did. Uh, the only difference in uh, my realm is that the elves like to keep themselves. They don't like to spread their looks around. Well, that's Ass actually holiness. not too dissimilar to uh, the jungle elves. Um, I don't. I, I can't like cite the history books or anything, but basically, there's a whole cultural difference between Omni uh, Omnidal and uh, their on again, off again husband. You know. So, like, the split between uh, the farming culture and, and that god and Anmidal was uh, a little jaded. Uh, uh, trade's becoming a lot more open thanks to, well, yours truly. But other than that, uh, they just they really just keep, keep to themselves. I will say, for, uh, the, the, the forest elves in the jungle, they're, uh, they're not going to really be called forest elves. The, uh, the elves in the, in the wilds there, very straight to the point like they actually don't care for a lot of the the pleasantries of the city i'm not gonna lie i really prefer it you get right to the point and you're done like you know whether someone likes you or not and you can just know where you stand see that's the see that's the type of person like you might you might make uh, make your way through the mountains there's like a little passage uh between the spine where you could easily just come over just uh be careful. Uh, it is still a jungle, and it's a lot more chaotic than uh, the forests and the lands here of Virus. The druids do a pretty good job of keeping things as natural as possible and giving as much as they take, but the, the jungles is literally just letting things go wild. It's, it's the entire point. I see. I'll keep... No, Alright. Well, and he kind of like pours his cup over. It's like, uh, it looks like our time limit's up, but I think I'd like to see you again, Amarok. This was actually kind of nice. It was actually really good to meet another another buff boy, I guess that's the best to say. But seriously, seriously, if you like slender, slim anything, you need to come visit. Hmm. Yeah, I'll hold better. you to that. All right, man. Uh, catch you around. Uh, and at that point, I think we'll cut over to Boblin and to James as I pull up the library music. Oh, yeah. after after he says bye to um, after he says bye to his capacity friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did I say drifting or wandering? Yeah, Wandering Cloud, otherwise wandering. known as Cloud. Believe. 
Uh, okay, so after he says by the clock, he will, he will then finally go over to the bar, eat, and then go okay, visit Kiru. I like that. Uh, then we're going to go ahead and cut over to those guys. Uh, I'll also ask this. Um, Ringo, was there anything else you wanted to do after <laughs> you go? You did your job for the day? Um, Go parts parts shopping okay, for the cool. thing I'm wanting to build. Uh, did you want anybody to go with you or, like, meet up with any of your friends to also go with you or just make that a very quick thing to see how much you can get? Um, not too right, sure. I'll say this much. Um, I should have, I forgot to say this before, but before you all left, I would say that Silas would have said something along the lines of, by the way, your, your job, <clears throat> your job for the last thing you all did will definitely be coming uh, likely this evening, so if you have any shopping you need done, I would actually suggest saving it for tomorrow, because we'll be giving you well, we, I mean the the council and the guard will be giving you quite the reward for your past couple of jobs or, so I've been told Boblin and James you guys head towards uh, back to uh, towards the library uh, the library is in the higher district, so this actually is probably one of the first times you've all had to go to the higher districts. So to really explain your guys' walk up there, uh, the district is far more heavily guarded. Uh, there is no gates, because in the high district is, mm-hmm. as said, it is where the highest schools, the highest thought of science and magic and thought are. It's where the, the, the buildings of the politicians are. It's where everything that would happen to the entire city would happen. Because of that, unlike the middle and the dock districts and the lower ends, which look very like this multicultural, like different building sizes and different styles, but all like very nice looking shops and simple homes, this end of the city is mm-hmm. almost magic futuristic. There are these towers that peek up to the sky that don't even like touch the ground. There's aura and different like odd sort of like platforms all over uh, the areas. And it, it almost looks like you've entered into a whole other realm, which might actually fit the city very, very well, given where you guys are. Uh, and, and as you guys go, uh, the library is in sort of like, not that is it's sort of like between the lower and middle sectors of uh, this district. So you guys uh, roll up, and the building is quite large. It's actually a, a, a sizable uh, building. And as you walk in, uh, there's a lot of different uh, people working. Uh, you actually see a lot of Kenkus sort of like calmly rushing around, rearranging books. And I think for the first time for a few of you, because Ringo has seen uh, these, you guys see a few Warforged in uh, in this area. Uh, these Warforged are very slim. Uh, they are very... Uh, they're, they're made of sort of like much more like a shiny looking stones. Not gemstones, but like very marble and very like aesthetically pleasing kind of rocks and such. Um, and they are looking through different uh, books and finding corrections to be made. They seem to be sort of just comparing different information along with other of uh, the humanoids and the Kenkus as the Kenkus hand the books off to them to be studied. 
Uh, and then there's a handful of them who are also uh, tutoring and teaching different lessons uh, for younger kids, like everything from teenagers, college kids, to even just like little elementary school kids. Uh, each of those groups are also being sort of like chaperoned with either a gnome or halfling, or sorry, a gnome or elf who seem to be like the primary teacher. And you guys go over to uh, the main desk, which is just very clearly labeled, and you see this sort of chubby-looking owl. Uh, I think I gave them sort of like, like a great... No, I never gave, did give them a description, so I'm going to let anyone who listens in uh, have fun with it. A, a chubby owl Kenku uh, who's wearing sort of like that... Uh, that square hat thing that you like always see like little owl like like kid owl versions of like owls teaching you stuff hat or better yet like the uh, say what pop apple the yeah 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 the pop, tootsie pop, pop owl. owl exactly uh and but she but being a kenku she's like mm-hmm. the size of like a smaller human uh and she sees you two come in and she realizes that your new faces and she waves you over uh, Boblin, because you're a little bit shorter, uh, she sort of, like, leans over when as she addresses you, uh, both. But she does say, Oh, hello! Who are you? Oh, um, my name is James <laughs> Thorne, and this is my associate, Boblin. Ooh, it's a pleasure to meet you! Both! And she, like, kind of, like, looks back down to Boblin, thinking, like, All right, he's short. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice to meet you. Is there anything I can help you with today? Yeah, James looks the bottom first. You, yeah, you have more trying matters. I have more personal. Um, uh, I was just mostly interested in the laws here in Paris. Are you wanting a crash course in the beginner, intermediate, or the more? Practice of law of the city. Practice. Uh, she. You see her eyes get a little wide. Like she seems to get a little excited. Would you like uh, some help? Yeah, that's why I'm here. I mean, um, would would you like a tutor? And you, yeah. you just see her her eyes get... Like, even for an owl, like, they're very big. as like she's trying to force a not smile. And then she looks over to you, James, remembers you're there. It's like, oh, um, uh, how, how can I help you? Um, I'm mainly here to look up information on marketing. Ooh, doing cultural analysis. Um, that's going to be in uh, the uh, middle section to the far left. And she hands you sort of like a, a small, like little, like pamphlet to kind of show off that it folds out into like showing off like the map of the library. If James nods and says thank you, and he heads over there and he looks about, I'll okay. let you do your um, thing. Uh, at that point, Tootsie looks uh, calls back, and you hear in a very different voice, "I'm taking a break." As she uh, very quickly like kind of like hops over and like switches her. Her her uh, little like tootsie pop hat for like a more combed back and uh, adjusted uh, hairstyle, and she f- takes off her her uh, librarian jacket, turns it inside <laughs> out, and now she looks more like a lawyer. <laughs> uh, and she she leads, <laughs> yeah, 
she well, leads you. I wanted to do so much with Tootsie after I introduced her. I'm like, I love everything about this character. I'm doing more. Uh, Tootsie leads you away, Boblin, and uh, they actually, she actually takes you into like this little pro- like this little private study, and she's gone for a couple minutes, and then she brings up a bunch of different books, and uh, she closes the door behind her and says, uh, "So, what sort of um, things do you need to start with? What kind of case are you dealing with?" Oof. Bob says, uh, crimes against, uh, against virus, treason. Uh, her, 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 her big, wide, excited eyes kind of, uh, go away a little bit and goes, Oh. He's very blunt. More intense. Well, I, I, she, like, seems to, like, do math in her head really quick and says, I'm sure if I teach you the basics of law, it would actually be recommended. I would get a recommendation from the council. So, who cares? I'm going to teach you anyway. Uh, Boblin, I want you to do a, um, I would say... I, you can either do a straight intelligence check, a history check, or an investigation check. I'm giving you all these options because studying takes all of those. So I'm just going to let you kind of, like, whatever you're best at. Like, you know. <laughs> any any former high schooler or college either. kid knows everyone studies differently. So that's how I'm justifying your choices. All right, I'm going to have to go with mm-hmm. into- Okay, roll with investigation. Oh, uh, Bob being a mastermind. Hey! Okay! Hey. Alright, let's roll a d100. Okay, that's uh, not bad. Um, Tootsie does her best to teach you, Boblin, but obviously it seems like she's not much of a teacher. She's much more of, like, a self-study. However, you pick up on a lot of, like, the beginning stuff, like the etiquette of being in the courtroom... Uh, some of, like, the basic ideas of how law and, like, construction of the law and presentation of it works in the courtrooms. Uh, You kind of start, like, going faster than she's prepared for, but she doesn't seem upset by it. She's actually very excited, and this turns less of a teacher-student and more of just two enthusiasts of knowledge just kind of nerding out and teaching each other stuff. Huh. Uh, That... that P.I.s. Yep. Uh, Boblin, what you understand on your first day of studying Verissian law is that very similar to what I explained with Ringo is that the council is decided by influence, money, uh, honor, and a lot of citizen choice. There aren't really, per se, votes. It's much more of the sense of the more you do for the city, the more people will recognize you. So... It's almost like being a celebrity, but also a celebrity recognizing that they have power and then using that power. Um, oh, so James? I mean, become a member potentially of the any mercenary could actually become a, a member of the council. However, it's also like something where if you're not good enough to be on the council, people figure out really fucking quick. So it, it all comes to it, it's it's a very yeah. odd system of like knowing the right person. Having people know you and climbing the ladder in a very reasonable fashion. 
but you do realize because of that, uh, a lot of like the court rulings and such are still headed, and generally still the final verdict is based on the council's decision. However, there is the people's vote, the people, uh, the citizens' sway, as it's called, uh, and. Tootsie kind of goes over some very generic examples and like one example per, uh, per se. Uh, there was another person who was in, in the early years of Virus, where uh, like when the when it wasn't even a city, it was sort of like the beginnings of the, like the settlements after fighting off the undead and the the sea spawn hordes. Uh, there was a, a situation where it's it, it was. Proven yet also unproven. It was, it was sort of like a, a middle of the road where this person seemed to have been working with the sea spawn and their god, and unfortunately, there was not enough proof to warrant them to be guilty. But there was enough with sort of like their actions, their leaving of duty. There were there were enough other strikes against their name to warrant them jail time, if not execution, for abandonment in mo- in the most serious of times during uh, these fights. But, instead, the, people's, uh, the people were swayed by his words uh, and by his uh, military record that while the people agreed he could no longer be trusted in the city, they did fight back on the, the death penalty and instead, he was banished from the city, and the people just trusted that Viren would put him in a place where he belonged in another realm. Hmm. And uh, after yeah. hearing that, while obviously doing more studying could lead you to other options, that might be Monty's best option. That might be his best bet, because unlike the the guy from before... You've already all proven that Monty is a traitor. That would yep. probably be better. Uh, is there anything case. else you want to? Because yeah, really. The... Uh, is there anything else you want to like look up or do while you're here, Boblin? Um. Goblin's gonna. Uh, uh, let's see yeah, like, sure. if I think of something. Uh, James, uh, go ahead and roll an investigation check for me with advantage. Yeah, no worries. Rolling a bit slowly. Okay. Uh, with with the assistance of some of the other Warforging Kenku assist uh, uh, employees, you're able to find a, a, a handful mm-hmm. of different books on Magni. Uh, there's a lot of books on, like, sort of, like, the use of magic and the idea of magic, uh, where magic comes from, where it's hypothesized to come from, especially within Virus. And uh, there's also just a lot of knowledge on Magni herself. Uh, so uh, this is how we're going to do this. You can ask me five questions for the day. So come up with mm-hmm. your five questions, and I'll answer them for you. Okay, let me think on it a little bit. I have general questions, but I'm trying That's to fine. figure out the wording. Alright, I guess uh, Bob's gonna... Very 50-50 okay. 50 here. But it involves the narrow. Okay. 
I will say, Boblin, after like maybe half the day is gone with you and her talking, um, someone finally like kind of comes in and tells Tootsie she needs to like they need her back on the front uh, because people are asking for her. She's kind of a popular figure in the library, and she nods and tells them that she's going to be right back. And she tells you, "Well, this was quite exciting. I, I have never been able to." To talk with someone since uh, my school days about uh, law and the different intricacies and uh, the the fellowship of of our kind and people, uh, would you like? To, would you care to do this again sometime? Yeah, I need to learn as much as possible. Uh, of, co- of course, of course. Um, I um. No, no, it's 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 better if I don't know. Uh, I'll I'll just I'll I'll keep up with you, uh, Mister Boblet, right? Oh, uh, Bob, Bob, yeah, uh, Bob. I'll, I'll I'll keep up with you. You can just uh, call me Tootsie. And uh, right, she Tootsie. turns the the hat inside out again, and turns the jacket inside out again. She goes back to being a librarian. Uh, Bob, at that point, <laughs> I'll say that you start making. Like, do you want to go tell James you're going to the Narrow or? Uh, do you want to just sort of leave without telling him? Eh, he's a big kid. He's a big boy. He could take care of himself. He's just about okay. just gonna. Take you off. head towards the narrow. Uh, James, any confrontation on the the questions? Yeah, mainly. What are Azim- what are Azimar used in Magni's perspective? What was the library? Okay, let's let's he go. Let's go one screen. at a time. Let's go one Does at a time. Magni usually. All right, the first one. How are uh, Azamar used? With your w- with the information that is allowed, yeah. um, Azamar, you have a lot of different stories of Azamar that uh, you're able to to find. Some Azamar are used as heralds uh, to to spread the teachings of a god. Other her- other Azamar are uh, created as sort of like a preemptive measure to help fight off against a great evil, basically to become a, a destined hero. Other Azamar are at our birth to be kings or queens or rulers, and even more are just beings made from a pairing of a god and a human or two other gods. Uh, however, for every one of those more positive stories, there's also a negative one of Azamar losing faith in the in their god or their god betraying them because not all gods are good people. Uh, so some kings, yeah, so co- some Obviously. kings become tyrants or leave their kingdom entirely. Some heroes become villains or die uh, sooner than expected. Some uh, teachings are are unintentionally skewed and perverted, and thus. Uh, the the gods punish the Azamar for failing in their duties. The one thing you're able to tell is that Azamar are basically created to be a tool for something greater. What is the library James saw in his dream? Uh, after a little bit of researching, you're able to find that it's always a different interpretation of it, but that is supposedly Magni's realm, given that she is the goddess of magic and knowledge of this of this area. Uh, so the most so to, to put it best, it's basically her f- making a physical manifest- manifestation of her realm for you. Yeah, 
does he, yeah, does Magni usually contact mortals, or is it you a rare occurrence? don't find too many occasions of it. Uh, Magni doesn't particularly have, like, a priest or, like, a religion around her. It's more just magic users of all kinds show their respect to her in this realm. And in return, you find that many creatures that do use magic and acknowledge Magni... Um, whereas in other realms, like possibly yours and above game, Faerun, uh, you pull magic from the weave. Uh, instead, Magni blesses magic users mm -hmm. with this, just the innate ability to use magic. So it would be more like sorcerers, but in yeah, a, exactly. But like they're still, like they're still very drastically different, um, classes in schools of magic but the concept is while sorcerers are born magical uh non-magical creatures in this realm if they want to use magic and they know how to do it correctly and they do it cr smartly magni just gives those non-magical creatures the ability to use magic okay magni's association with the other uh, gods she is very close friends with Viren, as there have been there are multiple stories of the two appearing together whenever Viren wants to show off or talk about something to some one of his uh, mortals. Well, hold on. And the there, last question. So the other god the that she's question. usually depicted of being associated with is Calcina, the goddess of time. And you actually get to see a picture of Calcina. Calcina literally looks like an endless machine of cogs and gears and clocks and pistons and pindles. This god is just an endless machine from what you can, what is being perceived. Now, the final and main question is, why would someone like James be chosen for such a destiny? With that question, there's mm -hmm. way too many answers. You could be destined or have been chosen to do something of a major importance uh, the gods have just not told you yet. I will say, the interesting thing, because of that question you do get, most Azamar are revealed mm -hmm. to be Azamar at a much younger, uh, much younger age than you were. Yeah, James is assuming he was revealed as an Azamar because this was originally his home realm, and I'm just going to say his home realm's name, Asan, was just where he was needed. That makes sense. I mean, if, if that's James' logic. Yeah, that's his logic. He's assuming, like, okay, so I was, yeah, apparently I was created slash born in Virus, but transported to Asan and given to my parents to be raised in that way and then the divine and then this divine guide which he probably yeah. read in the stories told yeah. me to come back to Virus to do something but I'm not sure what yet okay uh, with that being done do you do anything else at the library after getting those answers um James is mainly now just looking around, seeing what type of books they have there, because 
He wants to see what type of knowledge uh, they have. The, I, the real question is, what types of knowledge does he want? Because this is a very knowledgeable-ass library. Yeah, he's mainly looking at the types of magic. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, in these libraries, you definitely see a lot of instructions on how to create magic, how to make magic scrolls, and so on. But there's no books that specifically have, like, the symbols or the intricacies of a magic spell in them. Mostly because if they did, then technically that book would have the spell in it, and... Mm, Yeah, what James is more looking at is like definitions on the schools of magic in generally. And such. I would say just because this is like a, a lot of this is very obvious. Most schools of magic work the same way in your world as they do here. Ne I will say necromancy is the one level of magic that is not really touched on at all. <laughs> I can't imagine why. <laughs> okay. Yeah, after he learns about that, he probably heads back okay. to the World Serpent Inn. Uh, Am Maybe uh, at that point, uh, Amarok, was there anything else you wanted to do? Uh, okay. kill uh, for really. now, let's cut back over to Ringo. Uh, I, at this point, I think it's, it's kind of obvious. Uh, King kicks your ass. Uh, however, you do a lot better than most people expect. Like, you don't, like, put up a, 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 enough of a fight to actually, like, beat her, but you do have her on the run. Like, it like you know enough about fighting to know that when you swing, you're missing, but she has to actually attempt to dodge. Like, this isn't just her playing with you. I mean, maybe she's playing with you a little because she has a giant fucking smile on her face, but this is a proper fight. It's just you're not winning. And uh, by the end of it, you're kind of right. bruised up and, and beat up a little bit. But by that point, uh, she openly uh, gives a hand to you and helps you stand back up as the as a group of the guys start to crowd around you and gush over how amazing and cool Keen is. But also a couple of the girls and guys uh, go around you being like, well, I'll be damned, our, our own resident doctors actually can be able to put up a good enough fight. Well, of course. Like, what kind of fighting league would we be if our own doctor couldn't flex a little? <laughs> Puff out your chest in pride. That's nice. No, I just, like, kind of slight chuckle. Uh, do you uh, get to work on the potions, or do you try to hang out with Keen a little more? Because she is pretty crowded. Uh, I'm going to try and get to work. This is a sure. nice little... Oh, it's a nice little venture, but I know if I don't get to work, a certain boss woman is going to as, literally as you have say my that, You actually hear Muffy go, "All right, fun's over. If you don't get back to work, I'm gonna skin you alive." Right away. I give a small nod to Kane and start heading towards the. She kind of gives you like a office. two finger salute and uh, actually seems to be leaving for the day. So. You head off into the office. It is as clean and organized as you had it last time. Uh, this is your space, and it seems like everyone has, is respecting that, especially since 
you're sort of <sighs> making all of the potions for them. You actually notice now uh, that you've been gone for a few days, there's a lot of ingredients and resources to make a lot of potions. Well, I crack my knuckles okay. and I get to work. Sorry. I'm eating fruit. Uh, go ahead and make the rolls to see if you can pull that off. Uh, herbalist mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, what do you want me to roll it as? Intelligence? I say intelligence. Wisdom. Hey, okay. And let's see how many you make. We'll do realistically this. All right. You're able to produce five uh, normal-sized health potions, so like 2d4 health potions. Not bad. And, uh, right. Immediately, you hear in the background, Oh, Lord, it hurts so bad! Uh, <sighs> so now you have made four 2d4 health potions. That sounded like feeling. Yeah, it, it, it was right. it was supposed it to it was supposed like... to sound way more like this. That's my bad. Uh, and then you 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 see um, you see the two characters. The last time this happened, uh, as uh, the orcish woman is standing over the, the the scrawnier human man, it's like, I told you this was a bad idea. I know, I know, but I really thought I could do it. What did he pull off this time? Oh, hey, Doc! I, uh, may or may not have, uh... And, she, and then, like, all she does is lift up, like, the barbell that they had, and it, it clearly, so fucking clearly, has too much weight on it. And so, like, he, he's, he's, like, holding his mm -hmm. chest a little bit. I'm just looking at it, like... No! You dropped it on yes, yourself, did. didn't you? Shut up! This voice is so loud, I'm hearing it echo, and it's amazing. <laughs> Might be from <laughs> I apologize. But, um... He's gonna help right. him out. Uh, I have to go back to previous episodes and remember what I named those characters, because I don't think I have them down anymore. <laughs> but they're gonna be a... I know I'll, I know which episode it is, so I can easily go back. And if I never named them, I'll I'll name them next time because they're just goofy. Uh, is no, the like clearly his his orcish Apparently. female friend uh, had or half orc. I do remember she's half orc. Literally was able to lift off lift the barbell up over him with probably relative ease. You need to be more careful about but these I'm things. I'm a warrior! She, he, he gets slapped in the back of the head the minute he starts that. Okay, fine! Look. <laughs> if the warrior in my group pulled that sort of shenaniganery, I'd have him tied up to his own bedpost. Meanwhile, somewhere off in the distance, everyone just sneezes. <laughs> Oh, I thought someone was speechless against me again. <laughs> Alright, time to go shit-talk elves to make myself feel better. 
<laughs> Fucking nightmares, I swear! Uh, is there anything else? Is there anything oh, else? Uh, considering what I'm is there anything else Ringo do? wants to do for the day before he just goes back to the inn? Just work. He's happy to be able to work again and not be like okay in a cage. Uh, Amarok, you wanted to go visit Professor Kierweave. Uh, pretty easy yeah. enough to do. Uh, you, unlike everybody else, you haven't really done much today, so we're kind of, like, backtracking into the earlier part of the day. Uh, it's still, like, mid-afternoon as you, uh, enter her abode, which, uh, because of how I finagled a little bit of the city, she is sort of in, like, the, 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 the lower middle district, like I said before, but what that constitutes is, like, Nicer living areas, like nice-ish living areas, very small houses and huts. She's very much placed in between running up and down the docks versus going up towards more and more of the upper buildings. It's like she can kind of get to anyone she needs to from this locale. You go in inside sort of like this tree-consumed section of the the, the marble and, and stone that makes up the city, and uh, she looks at you as you walk in, and she says, uh, actually, well, it lasted for a couple days, so yeah, by this point, I think Amarok's probably back to normal fur color. Mm -hmm. Well, it looks like my work was adequate at the least. Yes, it's sort of very well in the uh, place. Hmm. Can I help you with anything else today? Well, I'm more curious about you. No, Professor. no, sorry. I, I, I don't take, I don't oh. take clients. Well, I was just reminded of the one scene. What, what one scene? I don't take patients. Yeah, that's fair. Um, housing ultimate bridge. You know the. Want to make out? I don't think. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I yeah that's fair. Well, I meant, like, in the way where I'm more curious about you being a druid. I mean, it's not that different. There's plenty of other druids who exist in this realm. Or, or... Yeah, but you're I the poster. I was about to say. Well, I'm actually taking it easy for a little while, so what can I help you with? Or what, what would you like to know, per se? Tell me everything that you can. That is a terrible answer to my question. <laughs> it's next. Oh, lovely. You never asked for a specific I answer. I believe I did, but I suppose I'll dumb it down a little more for you. How... Where would you like to start to know about the craft of druid... of uh, druidic magics? The beginning. Uh, very quickly then, she explains, probably the druid magic is very similar to that of your realm, Amarok. It really focuses on both giving energy and pulling energy from nature to not command it, but to uh, ask for its assistance, and therefore giving assistance back to nature. Uh, everything she starts to kind of explain makes you sort of... Honestly, just sounds 
very, very similar to home. However, there is one difference. She goes on to explain, uh, for instance, one of the things we have to do very, very uh, uh, regularly, if we're going to take down the trees nearby, we need at least four or five different druids to help grow the tree back within uh, the day's end. And when she says that, Amarok, you know that that's a hell of a limitation compared to the druids of your world. You need four to do yes, that. Yes, we... I may be an elf, but I am still mortal. I only have so much magic I can pull from. Wait, hold up, you're a filthy <laughs> elf. It's like, <laughs> wait, you're an elf? <laughs> no. Wait, hold up, you're one of those filthy elves. Uh. Oh. But, hmm, I find that a bit odd. In my realm, it usually takes... Probably, like, the wave of a hand of one druid just regrow a tree. Um, she's gonna roll an insight check on you. And with a nat 20, she knows you're not bullshitting her. She actually almost drops some of her... Uh, some of her, her different, like, ingredients in, like, her, her, like, wooden bowl that she was grinding something into and puts back on the table... You might light your own tree on fire. You, <laughs> you, you can't be serious, can you? I'm very serious. In my realm, druids are more or less gods of it. My goodness. And do, do mortals are, are they able to learn any sort of? the same skills as those other druids. And I'm going to let you come up with that one. Well. Well, hmm. That depends. Sometimes humans aren't the most easy to negotiate with, and sometimes they're willing, sometimes they aren't. So only a select few of humans can partake in the knowledge of druids. I see. Hmm. Well, I was going to have you pay for my patronage of knowledge, but it seems you have already paid in full with knowledge of your own. I appreciate your time here. If, you're, if you ever want me to come back to talk to you more, I'm always available, except for when I'm not available. So. She doesn't seem like to laugh at that. She just, she just sort of... <laughs> Unlike Ringo over here. <laughs> I'm sorry. That caught me off guard. But I'm not. I'm yeah, and that's, and, I'm but not. that's perfect because unlike you, Ringo, um, she doesn't laugh. She doesn't even like seem to like acknowledge what you uh, said. She just nods and then says, I just might. Seems that we keep having more and more interesting newcomers to the city and to this land. Uh, what, what was your, your name again, sir? Amaral. I'll actually take the measure to note that. You oh, should I'm be. Honored. Can I help you with anything else? No. Oh. Dear Lord, and I thought <laughs> I made Ringo I'm telling pompous. you, man, elves, they're assholes. <laughs> 
you have a part-time job opening? And when you say that, she is about to say something, and then she gets an idea. She gets a horrible, awful, terrible idea. Yes, hold on. Hold on. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. Uh, my my um uh, my wolf sense is go- tingling. <laughs> But I said it's a great danger you coming. Can do anything. She actually walks up and she actually looks outside. Uh do you want to also look outside with her or sort of like see from the from the back? Well, okay. Yeah, no, I you can you can roll it inside if you want first. and then you can also follow her after. Uh you feel very uncomfortable but you don't know what she's planning. Oh no, what did I just decide myself? Uh, do you follow her to like look outside? <laughs> Uh, you have noticed that you've never seen this person here before, but there is just this very large, uh, uh, I want to say sapphire, sapphire dragonborn leaning up against, uh, the wall. And he smiles at her and says, how's it going? You happy to see me? No, actually, you're fired. (laughs) And he starts to, like, laugh. And then she very forcibly grabs your arm, Amarok, and makes you, like, kind of poke your head out the door frame. Hey, Amarok? <laughs> well, I want you to put your icon on the map and then roll for initiative. What? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. I'm going to yeah, you're gonna oh, no. yeah? I'm no, I, I, you heard what I oh, said. No. Oh, that's good. Oh, I can't drag my uh, oh, can't uh, drag my picture. I, I got off it for the, you. Uh, bio sheet. Oh well, I can't do it on here either. Hold on. Yay! Technical difficulties. Always something oh, well. fun. Uh. And <coughs> worse is that it's not playing the music it's supposed to. Okay, there it goes. This is why I've got roll 20 up on my end. Okay, there you go, Amarok. Uh, go ahead and put your HP back to, to, to tops. You are basically at your normal now. Oh, okay, right. I forgot to do that. And suddenly you're on a frozen <laughs> mountaintop. Oh no, did oh no, did I eat a Klondike bar? Yes. <laughs> Just took one bite and I was in. And, and then, uh, in the only way. So it's your. Yep. And then, and then meanwhile, uh, Not it turns out that the Dragonborn, um, all right, initiative five. Actually, you know what? For this, I really didn't need you to put your icon on there. That's my bad. I'm being dumb. All right, initiative five. Let's see what the other guy gets. Okay, that's a 14. So they're going to go first. This dragonborn uh, wow. literally is going to is gonna, just kind of starts to growl at you as sort of like this flame starts to uh, form in the back of his throat as he like yells at you. What, this scrawny furry bitch? You can't replace me with him! I can, and I already have. Emmerich, if you would please uh, take the trash out. 
<laughs> Emrex is gonna give her like a quick that's Are you fucking kidding you me? Say that, uh, he is going to. Oh wow. Okay. He's gonna put his hand on your shoulder and grip it tightly as he's. He doesn't think you're very strong. He thinks you're kind of a wimp. Um, and I'm gonna. No, no. This is more fun. He squeezes and it's pretty tight. And you realize he's gonna try and grab you at your neck with his other hand. Uh, but he rolled in that one, so now you can counteract it. Oh, okay, so... Yeah, if you, if you wanna, like, count counter-grapple... Yeah, yeah, I will counter-grapple him. <laughs> Alright, 12. Because he got a nat 1, what do you do? Like, explain how, like, he's going for your throat. How are you grappling him? Like, right as he goes for my throat, I just grab, suddenly grab his wrists, and he's like, Alright. I guess we're starting this thing. Uh-huh. And then... I'm then sorry. No, no, I'm you're fine, them, you're fine. Taking the chips in. So that, then, I, like, basically, after I grab his wrist, I knock, I basically knock his hand off my shoulder, and I grab you his neck. You now have this dragonborn in a chokehold lifted off the ground, and it is now your turn. Do you rage? I was not expecting this today. But, because of where I'm from, and because I automatically don't like you, you're gonna piss off, you wimp. Also, you called me a bitch. <laughs> I have you know, a male. <laughs> Yo! I mean, true. Do it. Do it. Do it. No, I'm not. I'm not going to chuck him into the harbor. I am going to carry him to the harbor and then chuck him into it. No, this is great. Okay, okay. Are you raging? All right, roll yes. athletics with advantage to see if you can keep him up. Natural twenty. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this is... All right. Yeah. Let's. I'm gonna roll a d100 really quick. Dwagon. Uh huh. The RNG. The RNG guys are pleased with you. He just got a. He just got a hundred yeah. on d100. <laughs> What? You are holding and you're sort of like, you literally are almost like presenting him like you're holding up a fucking like banister in wartime as you very confidently, very easily walk down the streets as you start moving towards the beach and people start to gather to watch this. It's like the, the the face Amrock has. It's like you know how like when a child's being like too loud in the yeah. store with the dragon out. That's the that's the face and he has with this dragonborn. Like, he's like moving and trying to like kick at you or reach at you, and he can't quite get you. And because you actually are a little taller than him, and because you have him so gripped, he's literally just like struggling. There's like tears coming out of his eyes because it's like hard to breathe, and also he's very embarrassed. All right, I gotta see. I gotta. I gotta see what Ringo just posted. 
I'm sorry. This is all I could think of. <laughs> all right, Amarok. Like a, a, a number of like maybe twenty or so people are watching this happen, including Hereweave, who like is, is rushing up last minute. Like she probably had to like lock up her shop, and she's sort of like in awe watching this. And <laughs> you're at the beach. Roll another athletics check, and he'll do the same to see if he can get out of this. Well, he might. Oh no! Advantage. Remember, because you're raging. With with a nineteen, he he's actually able to like he punch might. you in the face. Not enough to hurt you, but to make you drop to make it drop. And now it's his turn, and he's gonna try and uh, just take take some swings at you. And he's just uh, a oh, this poor man. That's a two. So he, he kind of <laughs> goes, "Oh, you're gonna wish you never did that, you stupid son of a!" And um. It is now your turn as he, like, misses with his one punch and, like, goes way too wide. He still is, like, his uh, his face is still, like, really, like, flushed and, like, teary-eyed. So it's, like, he's really, like, not in, in the game right now. Fucking 19. What do you do? <laughs> Just right? It's like, you son of a... He throws a punch and Ruck tilts his head to the left, dodging its immediately <laughs> uppercuts. <laughs> All right. Uh, after the uppercut, he he sort of like is uh, is too stunned. He's just kind of like, where am I? Like he kind of has like that moment. Uh, go oh. ahead and roll an athletics check if you want to grapple him again. Was the oh, uppercut strong? Yeah, enough Yeah, the uppercut to lift was them? strong enough to. Oh my god! <laughs> Natural. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the disrespect. Yes, the uppercut actually was enough to, like, make him go, like, a foot off the ground and make him, like, kind of do, like, a, a, a fall back onto his back. Alright, Emerock, oh what the fuck do you do? <laughs> this time I'm gonna spin them around and say, it's a long gay Bowser. Let's say the gay Bowser program, you know, you get the point. Uh, alright, roll... Roll another athletics to see if you throw how far you throw him. Alright! Soft 25! Alright! You start spinning as uh, everyone is clapping and Cureweave is like... She's trying not to show that she's loving every second of this, but she's loving every second of this. And a a as you say that to him, of as course. you like finally let go, he's like... My name is Drowser. And he he glands into the water a good like fifteen feet away. <laughs> <laughs> I, I walk over to Cure Weave with my arms crossed and I say, "Gosh, taking care of." And she she just she just she can't she just can't she just pats you on the shoulder and is like. See tomorrow. Don't be late. And she just like starts walking off. She's trying so hard not to break down laughing right now, and she's failing. <laughs> it's just like tomorrow. And she's just covering some mushrooms and like walks away quickly. 
Also, for those listening at home, uh, what got me in a real laughing fit was Shad did that gif where Rafiki literally just yeets Simba off the cliff. (laughs) (laughs) It so works. works. Oh my god. Nope. (laughs) Just nopes him off the cliff. Alright, and with with that, um, uh, let's cut over to Boblin, who is now going to go into the narrow. Well, okay. actually, I, I was thinking, like, since we had to, they are going to get the money later in the evening, I was going to change. Go, go back to, to, the, to the, the tavern? No, to the, uh, like, the guards, the prisoners. Oh, okay. Uh, that's fine. As you got, as you go uh, towards the uh, sort of like the, the jail, I've been calling it a barracks. That is not the right term. It is just like one of many uh, jail cells, like different like little areas for people to be like thrown in jail for like small things, misdemeanors before they're taken to proper prison. Yeah, the dungeons. Uh, when you go there, the orc, the the guards there say, "Oh, uh, we we moved him a couple days ago to the actual prisons." Uh, do you, uh, you was lawyer or something? Yeah. Alright, well. Alright, well. Sure am. You're gonna have to... And then, uh, actually, before the guard says anything, uh, Sith actually shows up and says, I can take care of it here, boys. And she touches your shoulder, Boblin, and you both sink into the orc's shadows. And then, and the, as you're doing that, the orcs look at each other like, I'm never going to get used to that. I know, it's so cool. It's not cool, it's scary. What the fuck, man? Uh, and as, like the, that last part of the sentence gets kind of drowned out as you dip into one shadow, and then you like appear in another shadow in a very dark, dank area. Um, not unlike uh, where you guys were jailed in the, in the, the fight pits. And there's a cat, and there's a cat there, apparently. Oh, that... Meow! Oh, oh, oh n- n- Nightwing, come on, not now, we already fed you. Mm-hmm. Well, that answers my question. Well... If, if you could drag It takes a lot of those. concentration, and usually I can only do about one person at a time, but... Yeah, it's doable. Are you the only one able to do that? Or? That if you don't know the answer to that already, then I'm gonna let that one be another secret for uh, our little organization. She says as she pokes at the the eye on her hood. Hmm. Well, like I meant within yeah, the organization. Yeah, no, I know. I know what you yeah. meant. I'm not gonna tell you. Well, I was gonna. Actually, ask for your help, but okay. I figured you would. That's why we're talking. Uh, we're we're in a part of the the dungeons where not a lot of people go. Um, she kind of like leans up, like sits against the wall and sits down and kind of pats the ground next to her for you to sit. She pats the ground Wait, next to her for you to sit down with her. All right, Bob will do that. So. Do you want advice, the truth, or my support? 
Well, I was just gonna uh, like press his uh, hand, like his fingers to his eyes and rub him like. It's a very hard question. Take your time. Yes. So uh, one more time, the truth, her support, or her advice. <laughs> no, I think he's just, this is a very tough choice. Yeah. <laughs> Bob is gonna go with the advice. Try to help us get a banishment deal because there's no way you're gonna be able to get anything else. You and uh, me and the rest of the guard, we, we have an idea of what Monty went through. And it's not enough to save him, but it would be enough to give him a second chance elsewhere. And also, by the council's standards, he wouldn't be their problem anymore. So whatever you do, or whatever you're going to do, make that... No, hold on. Things are... Oh, yeah. the Everyone leave the call and come back. It's really messing up. Okay, can you guys hear me? Yep. Yeah. Uh, nope, it went back Much into the better. red again. Uh, hold on, let me change better. servers again. Well, now it's back to green. I don't know. I don't right. know! I'm about to say, it ain't, red, it ain't red for me, and you don't All sound right. like a robot anymore, uh, I'll start so. over where I was yeah. then. Um. So she says, with everything that Monty's done, and everything that happened to him, we could probably get a good plea bargain to get him banished, not killed. But we're definitely going to need you there because as the person who saved him, you would have a good amount of sway. Meanwhile, we've, we've got lawyers who could probably do the dance, to do the show that the council wants to, to flex their authority, and then we could still get him safety. From what he, one thing he has told me, there's one thing I... Alright, can you talk a little closer to the microphone? Or a little louder? Bob, Bob nods. From what he had told, from what I remember him telling me, I kind of guessing what the gist of it, it is. With, uh, it might be able to help him. Just with its deciding factor and banishment. Well, um... That's what we're hoping. And she hands you a, a letter. It's the same letter that Celica originally had when she was still uh, helping you guys out and not uh, 
finding a job elsewhere. And, excuse me, you read the letter and it basically explains uh, some of the stories that Monty would tell. Uh, The guy, or, or mostly what you're reading is sort of just transcripts from multiple papers and journals that Monty just almost died from one of um, the pranks that Duncan, Francis, and Olivia pulled on him, and Francis was making it go on for way too long, and thankfully Duncan was able to you know, stir up enough of a, of a commotion to make Francis unaware of Monty getting out. And uh, mm-hmm. the, the prank was basically locking him and throwing him in a pig pen. And if you know anything about hungry pigs, they will literally eat anything if you fall down. They are pretty fucking monstrous. They are uh, omnivores, after all. And that omni goes to everything. Yep. Uh, Bob nods. And tucks yeah, it away. Other copies, and you're you're the first one out of your group to to see it, or at least a copy of it, I guess. And I'll, I'll say this: that was not <clears throat> me um, making a mistake. She 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 openly said no one else from your group has seen it. So yeah, that's true. <clears throat> Then, wait, yeah, Bob did see what Sinica mm-hmm. looked done. And you she? just heard her say that you're the first one to properly see it. Uh, there. What about a Silica? Um. Who? Lancer. And, a- and as you say that, Boblin, as man. you say Lancer and Silica, make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, oh boy! Uh, oh, that nah, it happens. Sometimes roll twenty will just close it on you. Especially mm-hmm. if you refresh the page. Wisdom save. Wisdom. Yeah, wisdom save. Saving, you said. Okay. Oh, another. Ne- God damn. <laughs> Man, good what ones is, too. All right. Uh, as as you say that, Boblin. For a very brief moment, you almost don't know who that is. But th- then you shake your head and you're like, "No, no, Celica, Lancer, like they work at now. They work at um at, at that artificer shop. Like, no, like you know who that is, right?" Oh. Uh, at that point, she just shakes her head and is like. Uh, I, th- I think you might be confused. We like, we've been very, very careful not to show this to too many people. At least only the people who need to see. So lawyers, and you, because you're going to be a, a witness case. Bob is having that moment, like when they yes. see the numbers. <laughs> like, his his eyes are dying back and forth because he. He always kind of studies people. He knows he has studied 
somebody. Because mm-hmm. of that nat 20 from the first session. Yeah, so the, well, one thing you can definitely tell is that she's not, like, lying. You don't even have to roll an insight. Like, she's being very truthful. Like, she does not know who you're talking about. Hmm. Um, all right, uh, okay. All right, so we can count on you to help us vouch for that, you know, just focus on explaining what you know and what you saw and what you did. We, we could probably save this kid's life. Uh, <laughs> that, that was my plan okay. from the start. Uh, then there's the other thing, reason I had to bring you here. Do not plan a jailbreak. Honestly, with you all, with you and the shadows, yeah. I very much doubt. Yeah, I, I, I figured yeah. you're, you're pretty smart, Boblin. I just, I really needed to be sure, because that's the thing. You're really smart, and that's a scary power to have in this city. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was gonna really ask for your students. Well, you put me through that shadow. I'll ask, I was gonna ask you for your help with uh, to pull something on Malcolm, make him a little scared. As much as I would love to, um, he's actually being interrogated as we speak, and he's gonna be heavily locked up for some time. Uh, his his reign was pretty sizable. Uh, it, it was only it was short lived. It was only maybe a, few, a couple years, but he caused enough damage and pissed off enough people by a long margin. Plus, I already uh, kept slapping him when he was asleep, and then disappearing. So this, so did I. <laughs> but uh, is he talking though? I mean, it's kind of hard not to talk when you use zone of truth. That's fair. Yeah, that that is true. <laughs> well, then, <laughs> I ro- what, what's funny is that his mm-hmm. his right hand is the one who's um <laughs> uh, kept his mouth shut mostly. In fact, uh, well, I, I'd say their friendship is a little uh broken. Malcolm tried very hard to sell that partner down the river very quickly. Well, he, he is oh, a rat. No. Yeah, he, he is a parasite. I would, say, I, I would agree with that. Otherwise, I would say that Malcolm's not a rat. He's a mouse. Leslie, on the other hand, he's a disease. But the less you know about that, the less liable you are for anything. To put an analogy, Malcolm's the mosquito. Yeah, Lickless pretty the much. Malaria. That's a that's a good one. All right, and then other than that, I would like if you guys could go talk to. 
okay. Uh... You basically get the idea that Leslie is has a longer rap sheet than Malcolm did, but you don't know why someone like that has more uh, complications to his life than Malcolm. Y- you almost don't believe it. Alright. And I honestly wanted to fuck with well, Malcolm. You ended up returning all the illegally crafted or stolen magical items. You brought down his entire fighting ring empire and pretty much uh, helped burn all of the blackmail that he had on everybody. I don't, I'm pretty sure you fucked him pretty good. Yeah, but there's always that one little inch. Plus, it would help me learn to get some little... See if my theory was right. Are we still talking analogies, or are you actually trying to be gross? <laughs> she just what? starts laughing. <laughs> nothing, nothing, it's fine. Never mind, look. A- anything you want to know, if this everything goes down right with Monty, I'll, I'll consider giving you any info that you needed, but for now... Uh, there is one thing I would like for you to do. Uh, not not as a way to save Monty, more just something to give you a heads up on. Uh, you remember the kid Duncan, right? Well, yeah. I've heard talks that he's considering leaving the farm life and actually joining the guards. But he's a little uncertain. Here's the thing, though. I ask. I don't. I. I don't get it. I, I don't see potential in people like Aster and Bosca do. But Bosca especially is very tempted. Like he. He really thinks that he could bring this kid on and really do something with him. I think that would be good and. I mean, we, we don't have the same connections, kind of the same thing with Monty. You guys are a little bit more respected and closer to him than we are on a personal level, so go talk to him, see if he wants to get in. I'll do that. All right. Uh, go ahead and start holding your breath. It um, This one's going to be a little bit of a bumpier ride. Wait, wait, real quick. About the narrow. This is just my own theory, cause experience. Do they have their own council? <laughs> no, no. Um, crime lords, I think, is probably the better term. Um, how how much how much do you know of how the council works? Uh, with... Well, power, money, honor. Okay, so similar. Only the people down there don't get a say. It's it's much more of a money rules all kind of situation. Uh, honor, doing good for the narrow, that doesn't matter. Money is what matters. And 
it's it's a less like a council and more just who owns what and who's willing to kill for it. Hmm. See. All right. Well, I need to go get some other stuff done. People to spy on. Uh, places to be. Uh, she puts her hand on your shoulder, and you both fall through the shadows. Uh, you this time actually pop out of uh, Poppycock's shadow in the kitchen, as uh, it is now like kind of the huh. later evening, and he's like, "Hello there. Um, how did you get in here? Did I forget to lock the back door?" Ah. Uh. I don't know. I just woke oh, up. Ha ha! <laughs> I've definitely been there, old bean. Uh, sorry. Um, that might sound a little racist because you're because you're green. And he opens the door for you unless you walk out. Bob just makes his way <laughs> okay. out. Okay. Uh, you guys are all back. I guess at this point, at uh the World Serpent Inn. Uh, Silas has made his leave for the day. It looks like Fingling and uh, Poppycock are kind of running the show for the second half of the day. Uh, what all do you guys want to do now that you're back uh, at your place of sleep and food? James is writing down a note. Emmerich's going to have a nice meal, satisfied of what he'd done today. Okay. Ringo's probably. Oh, sorry, you go first. Right, yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say Ringo's gonna have his have himself some coffee, this a man, bite to eat, this try and work on coffee. the new design. Dude, like you can. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, has any has anyone here watched? Oh yeah. uh, My Hero Academia at all? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know the principal, oh, the one yeah, that's like the dog that drinks yeah, the yeah. coffee. Like, all I'm imagining is that one scene where he's freaking out and just, like, chugging the coffee. I just, now I just want to see oh, a gif of Yeah, he's, like, that, like, super, <laughs> like, he's, like, super hyped. That'd be great. Uh, but in all seriousness, he's, besides that, he's probably just working on the new design for the thing okay, that he was good. creating. Uh, you guys all, uh, get to your place, and, um, Fingling actually goes, Oh, good, you're all here! Especially the new guy! Uh, we actually have some mail for you if you want to check it out! And he, uh, takes some, uh, uh, some letters and hands them over to you. Okay, right. mine. Yeah, yeah, there's a letter for each of you. Yeah. Yeah, James and Mark Smith like, what? Do you not know what a letter is? <laughs> I'm just surprised that there's I mean, one for look me. At, look at the stamp, my my guy. Uh, and the, 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 the wax ceiling on it is, again, the Eye of Viren. This is from the council. Oh, that explains it. Ah, yes. I see. <laughs> Alright, uh... <laughs> I need you to leave the room. And uh, the letter, basically, it is a very wordy letter. Like, you can tell someone of high prestige in the council wrote this. Amarok, you probably bet it was an elf. 
but the just I know he's just low growling. <laughs> but yes. Can I say something? This reminds him of the demon. <laughs> and, 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 and immediately, James is just like, oh, God. Uh, as you guys uh, read it, it's, it's a little bit wordy. Uh, but the gist of it is, because of your last job dealing with the sea spawn and the current job here, both taking down a highly sought-after criminal, a bad one at that, uh, like, literally, the comment is something along the lines of, like, and uh, after helping take down the criminal Malcolm, of which his prestige and his skill was highly over-exaggerated. Yeah, Dins just had thought, did Mark kind of mention that? <laughs> uh, it goes on to say that um, because of your payment and your, your goodwill to the city of Virus the council has found it necessary to give you a reward fitting of all of your good deeds. Adds, th these kind of jobs do not normally come around, and because of this, your performance is admirable. In fact, honorable. You are to be given 500 gold each, and a in the letter is a silver laminated uh, ticket with with uh, the Varician uh, seal on it, and the letter explains that that is what is called a platinum of uh, uh, Varician credit, and it is basically worth one free anything. So if you want to buy an, oh. and the letter actually does go into more detail. Like if you want to pay off a debt, it's paid. If you want to. Uh, have uh, like buy like a certain amount of resources. You have them. If you want to uh, be given the deed to a building that someone is trying to sell, like it's good. Uh, a lot of the and then uh, when uh, Fingling looks at that, he goes, uh, "You really want to be careful. Like, like those are not given out very often. Like, holy shit! I don't even think I've seen one until now." Um. My cousin, on the other hand, he actually uh, got one of these. He wanted to make this really fancy-looking uh, set of, uh, of equipment for his uh, failed ostrich racing business. But um, fortunately, because he had that, uh, the guy just built everything. Like, he took the ticket and just did it for free. Like, it's like you could get a lot of shit done with that tickets. Hmm. Wait, well, he's gonna probably hide it in his bag somewhere. Yeah, James is doing the same thing. Like, uh, actually, I, I will say this, it. James, you are not given the five hundred gold, unfortunately, but you do get the ticket still. Uh, yeah, the five hundred gold. The five hundred gold is from a previous <laughs> job. I... Yeah, I figure. Bob is looking at the ticket. Yeah, James is currently. Oh, and I, I will say, I will like, say this just to make this very I, clear: the tickets can't be used for anything other than transactional uses. So it's not like you can say, like, I spend this ticket to let myself break the law once and go kill this guy. No, 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 no! I know. But what? Well, well, actually, hold on. Ask no, a question. I was just about to say, but wait, if you did that, Vin got a bounty on you, could you not use it to pay off the bounty? 
Be- <laughs> that, that is actually something that's covered in the letter. Uh, unf- yeah. Uh, basically, what this done... <laughs> It, it, a it's a very big loophole. That's why I'm glad you asked it. Um, actually, Boblin, roll an investigation check with advantage because you are smart. Yeah, you, you like are, you are. You are, are like. Smart. Sure. I'll be right back. <laughs> Natural twenty. Oh. And uh, what's funny is I didn't even have to give you the advantage because that was your first roll anyway. Uh, Boblin, you actually read through this letter very easily, and you know that that loophole has been uh, taken into account. If you do some sort of crime that would require the guard to arrest or kill you, your ticket is null and void. The fact that they have a clause like that means someone had tried to use Maybe. it that way. <laughs> That's how laws work. No one makes a law about things until they someone stupid does something stupid, and then... Mm-hmm. Heyo. Hmm. Well, I was just gonna, yeah, took the ticket away. Oh, and, and I will, I will add this: chin. each of the tickets has your names on them. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, not anyone can just use them. It's like a very specific kind of thing. And what? And, and basically, the letter does. Ex- Man, I was gonna get Yeah, so basically, the, the letter explains that you can't just hand the ticket off to. <laughs> someone, you basically have to go to the high district and request what you want done. Man, I think the cure was an excellent welcome to the job <laughs> gift. I mean, instead of giving her the ticket, you could just upgrade her establishment for all you know. Oh, I mean, shit, you I, right. <laughs> that's not why I gave you the ticket, but if that's what you want to do... I mean, what else am I gonna make? I already have like the five. I already have like a three hundred gold when you well, get my axe. Gold, but so that's like, true. That's true. Well, fi- I got. The- I have the five hundred gold, so no one that needs my axe. What to say? Just I get free food. Okay, it's your choice. That's it. Yeah, Kiri like is one of my favorite NPCs that I've made. Uh, at that point, um. I, honestly, I, I'm just gonna let you guys decide. Like, do you go to bed? Do you go on an all night bender with your new money? Like, what do you want to do? Ring is I'm... probably going to just keep making the design because now he's just like, yeah, I know what I can get now. Probably even improve on it. Yeah, James knows what it is, but he doesn't, he doesn't know, know what he wants from it. Uh,. Yeah. I want to say, you know, I'm going to roll. Alright, excellent. Um, he kind of real. this is like a 15, so he kind of like realizes that some of you are a little like unsure of what to use your tickets for, and he kind of leans over and says, So, um, this is just me talking at all, but were you guys wanting to go into business for yourselves? Wouldn't be against the I mean, you're not a proper guild yet, but I mean, we've—it's a city. We've got plenty of adventuring guilds. Like you could totally just start your own business. In fact, it would actually be a lot easier because generally, uh, the two ways that freelance work uh, works around here is well, three ways: is uh, the council hires you through the god. Uh, you find jobs, uh, hunt things that people need, or people come to you because you have your reputation. Yeah, hmm. James is kind of internally screaming because he's only been here for three days, so, and he already had uh-huh. this. Uh, d- d- 
I'm one time use credit card. It really card, is. No, no, no. It's literally the credit card item from Monica Isaac. I don't oh, yeah, do it, businesses it, it anymore. For, for clarity's sake, for anyone who doesn't know what that item does, you literally get to buy one item yep. from any shop for free. Yeah, but I mean, that, like, the there's card. a handful of games that have done that, and I thought, oh, this is a great, like, non-money-related reward I could give. Yeah, somehow it works with Devil Deals. Hmm. Where it's like, huh, instead of taking my life, have this card. It's like, <laughs> what? I mean, if you don't want to open your business, well, fine. I'm just, I'm just giving you ideas. I mean, like, again... I'm not against yeah, the idea. Like, uh... Yeah, Jin just kind of looks the finger like, I don't Fair enough, but you also, from what I understand, got here because you have family ties or something? Plus, you you were kind of crucial to starting the the, the ruckus. Uh, we, we, um... Silas kind of gave me a little bit of information since he wasn't going to be here tonight. I don't know too much. No more than what the gods want me to know, but basically... I do know that you guys got... He kind of leans in. You guys retrieved a lot of illegal magical items, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's okay. That's why I'm whispering. But yeah, that's... uh, That's probably why, uh, kid. You, you, you're associated with these goobers. And you, uh, they told this story, and you were pretty involved with it. Again, I don't know the details. At least, besides the... Okay, I know a lot of the details. I can get Silas to tell me anything. I suppose it's all really good. Don't let anyone else know I know this. I'll get killed. I swear, I'm not going back to that life. <laughs> Bob, Bob just lives no, 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 no questions. None. Stop it. That The thing you're doing, the thing that, that that's called thinking, cease and desist. He's just, like, doing the, you know, the stroking <laughs> of the beard. Yeah, well, what's up? Is, is Cyrus part of the, con the council? <laughs> no, no, he's, um, he's... Well, shit, I actually don't know how he knows the council. Shit, I've never gotten Silas to tell me that before! Uh, he, he just immediately turns and he's just like, uh, Poppycock, do you have any idea how Silas and the council are, like, ha we, do you know? And, like, Poppycock goes, oh, of course, it's, it has to simply... Oh, shit, I don't know how he even knows the council. Fangling, what kind of boss do we work for? Yes. <laughs> One with power, money... No honor, apparently. <laughs> well, that just seems yeah. rather convenient, doesn't and then, it? And uh, then Poppycock starts to smile. It's like, oh, actually, I, I, t I actually do know. I just <laughs> really like to pull feelings like, um, there's... How he explained it to me was that he has basically an understanding with the council. Um, generally, the council sends off certain individuals to go find adventurers, such as yourselves. <laughs> That's how they found me! Um, but the problem is, um, he's not, he's more like a freelance worker, is, is, is the best way I can explain it. 
Now back to taking care of this food. And then Failing's jaw just drops and he sits down on his seat. His hand is on his head like, I got so far out of the game I never realized I stopped playing. <laughs> yeah, it, was rigged, it was rigged from the start, kid. <laughs> yeah, James probably thinking is probably going to walk out and Probably look for okay. Mordecai a little. Uh, you'll head out and look for Mordecai. Um, is there anything anyone else wants to do before we wrap up for the night? Uh, Baba is going to see if he can visit his good friend, Melinda. Ah, uh, yeah! It's a little late, so... I I think it'll be fun for you to have this. No, nothing like say, a well, B&E. <laughs> Breaking I'll say that like if you leave now you could just make it before she wraps up for the day alright yeah. uh, anybody else want to do anything hmm <laughs> no. alright uh, Ringo Again, he's just working on that design, and actually, I had an up Oh, you want to tell us to about it? it? Um, basically, whenever he would do the whole sheathing it to uh -huh. make it a two-hander thing, I thought about making it basically the equivalent of a warp. Oh, okay, so it's like, like a lawn sword. It like kind of extends out like a war pick poker kind of thing. Um, Are you definitely making a weapon? <laughs> it kind of is. <laughs> I mean, when you, when you think about it, like, oh, now actually, you can, like, wanna... when you, like, literally plunge <laughs> your pick version of the weapon into someone's body, it would make sense how, like, your, like, you know, the fucking vials are used now. Oh, actually, I do want to go, actually, should... Actually, forgot about this. Like as we just talked about it, like three seconds ago, I'm gonna go over to the hut. Uh, you you would have to you would axe. have to wait until the next day, but I can totally let you do that. Uh, wait. Does that wait? Does it, okay? So would I be able to go there before my job? Before I have to go uh, yes, there? Yes, you, you could. You could easily like leave early for that. Okay. Okay. Uh, with that being said, then we will tear off to uh, Boblin, because I want them to see... Uh, <laughs> I actually want... Um... Oh, also, Crimson joined us. I didn't even know he was in here yet. Hello! And also, they keep spamming, Hello. I've got a golden ticket! <laughs> it really is. Basically. Um... You should have been here earlier. I cannot wait to post this. This is I'm not gonna have to do hardly any editing for this episode. It was so good. Um Boblin, you head towards the docks and uh j Is there a body <laughs> floating in the water? No, he's alive. <laughs> I think after like not long afterwards he just swam back to to shore. Plotting his revenge. Oh good Uh Boblin, you head over towards the docks as a lot of people are starting to leave. Uh, you notice, again, because there's so many new faces and new people, um, the docks were actually really crowded today. But uh, it, it's, it's opened up more as the people are leaving, and a lot of people are either heading out towards 
a tavern or they're actually heading towards like the middle like like towards the midsection of uh, the city um you wouldn't know where that where they're going specifically so i'm not gonna tell you where uh you head towards to go see melinda hello well if it isn't one of the weirdest customers i've ever had how you doing <laughs> you forgot yeah. you forgot she Could sounded be. like this didn't you <laughs> no. I think we're good eh, could be better well we are therapists because they're, they're, they're pretty handy for, for things if you're not feeling so good all I got is poisons and different things to help you with your gardening oh you know your gardening. As she, like, makes a stabby motion with her hand. <laughs> uh, well, that, that's kind of the reason I am Oh, here you need for. to be chopped off, do you? Alright. Like, how long would you say it's been since the... Since the Oh, man, it's it's uh, been half sword? a month. It's been half a month to a month's time, because I think I gave you guys, like, two or three weeks last uh, respite. And it's only been like three days, uh, or rather a day since you guys were in the fucking fight pits. Uh, it's been like kind of a month since, uh, since I dropped off those materials to you. Oh my god, I almost completely forgot about this, so, mm. Okay, I, don't be mad, okay? Just don't be mad. And uh, she actually pulls out a small jar of this very sickly green, like, like seawater-looking poison. Ew. So, um, my friends were able to actually uh, figure out how to help continue to produce the poison and found uh, a close equivalent to it. Like, this isn't like, the real shit, uh, but it's the closest you get. And it's, uh, it's pretty powerful. I see. Yeah. And I've been, uh, selling it. I'm not giving you any of the sharings, but I can give that ball for free if you, you know, just shush. <laughs> Yeah, that, that okay, go because seriously, like, I know when you first met me, I was kind of like, just focusing on, you know, just babe, you know, killing rats. Once the portals got set back open for a lot of the other places that were closed down, oh my god, I've been making a killing. Ha! <laughs> it's funny because mm, not nothing. No, but I'm Tish. No, I, you didn't hear no drums. I didn't say nothing. Who are you? Uh, you know who I am. You okay? I swear it's the smartest ones. Who else is the most dumb? You want the bottle or not? Alright, yeah. cool. Uh, can I help you with anything else? I'd really like to go home and get my beauty sleep. And here's the thing. Is that also, is that also with the ghost teeth? I'm sorry, what? And... 
because he also did get hand her the goals yeah yeah uh, through all of that basically what she explained is like they were able to kind of like figure out how to synthesize the poison and it's not like as potent since you know dark magics but they made something very similar so you basically have uh seaborne poison Oh and uh, we've been doing 1d4 for your poisons, right? That lets you do 1d8. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, and with that bottle, you have enough for, like, four dips. Right. Now, if you want more of that stuff, it's, uh... Let me think. Hmm... I'll roll D100 for this. If I can. Okay. Yeah, it's gonna be a little expensive. It's gonna be like a 10 gold a ball! Cause this shit is really expensive to make. Bob then throws down 300 V tickets. Cause I forgot how much Well. Well, remember no, he, that the tickets they're, they're, are more used for you to get resources to build into other things. The tickets oh, aren't yeah, used that often for trading. It's more like if you want to do a special offer or a special job done, uh, you could give her the tickets to make the price for the research and development cheaper. I mean, she'll take it, but it'll only like lower down the cost of like one of the bottles. Yeah, I would just say get the gold. Cause I mean, keep it. Keep, yeah. keep in mind, like one bottle is four dabs, and it, it costs ten gold each bottle. <laughs> four dabs. <laughs> yeah, I could see. Yeah, okay. Um... And you have like what? Eight hundred gold. Six hundred gold. You could get 600. six bottles right there and be done for a while. Is it a hundred or ten? Ten. Oh no, I, I follow you. Yeah, that was my mistake. Bob is gonna throw okay, hundred gold. Okay, so uh, she. I was gonna say like she doesn't have enough of that, but she does throw in five more bottles. Yep, no, it's fine because he only has so much. He's like, oh, God, I was really hoping I could uh, get this stuff out of stock before we made a lot of it, and I needed to make sure I could sell most of it. Anyway, um, thank you. <laughs> it's been a very help for me to get my uh, business going. Yeah, good luck, help. But, uh, yeah, if you uh, find anything else like that, just let me know. Oh, Melinda's got a uh, friends in high places and low places and places that I didn't even know existed. She kind of like looks up, looks off into the, to the nothingness for a brief moment, then shakes her head. Gotcha. Well, so it's four times six. You got a lot of dabs, my dude. Yeah, I mm -hmm. still have four dabs left from the first one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so do you still? So you have a, So you still have like four shots of the last bit of poison I sent, I gave you, and now you've got, yeah, four times six. You've got uh, twelve. Yeah, you've got twelve shots of one d eight poison. You can easily do. Oh no, you're right. Twenty four. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. Yeah. Three times four. All the dabs. All right. Of course. Uh, do you want to do anything else, Boblin? You gonna say bye to Melinda? Yeah, Bob's gonna say bye to Melinda. All right. Thanks for thanks for shopping at, yeah. uh, at the Dark District. You don't know me. I don't know you. <laughs> Bob just like he he just waves as he's walking away. He's gonna head to the. To the narrow, see if the weapon shop uh, this guy late is there. at night, uh, general stuff like weaponry and equipment is not going to be spent. Is not going to be up and running. Uh, for how long you guys have been in Viren, you know that when the night falls, the party starts. Oh, uh, well, except for James because he's in his little bottle. Yeah. You've also been here three listen, days. Listen, though. Exactly. If you all would bring James to a brothel, it'd be the fucking funniest goddamn thing. It's funny thing you should bring that up, I think. I mean, you never know. Bobbling oh, can no. do what he wants. He's, he's got a lot of money. He's got a fucking platinum ticket that lets him get whatever the hell he wants. <laughs> I mean, well, probably not that. Gold's probably gold's gonna probably work better for that. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Hey, hey. Brothel workers need they resources do. too. Uh, but is there anything else anybody wants to do uh, before we wrap up? Pretty and pretty then pretty next pretty. week we'll go into the second day of your time off. Oh no, not next week. Next week's gonna um. be the other group finally. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, not particularly. Okay. Uh, nothing I can think of other than talking to Mordecai. Well, you haven't been going to do place tomorrow. All right. Uh, then that is going to be the end of tonight's session.